At Metro by T-Mobile, there's not a yada yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, and no surprises. We don't even hide what the lawyers make us say. We put it first. When we say no price hikes, we mean when you join Metro, your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data. Our only exclusions are for limited time promos, free as charges, and third-party services. Nada yada yada means wireless without the gotcha. Only at Metro. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. They're made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness. So embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us once again. I am Lily McLeod. And I am Raven Saunders. This is The Read. Thanks for coming back. It is indeed. And thank you for joining us once again. We appreciate it. Let's jump into our program with some Black Excellence this week. I'm going to go ahead and pass the Black Excellence this week over to one Allison Smith. Allison Smith is the first Black woman ever to be elected president of the Florida Broward County Bar Association. In the near 100-year history of this association, she's the first ever Black woman to be president-elect. And not only that, she was also raised in Jamaica uh, and moved to the States or moved back to the States. She was born in New York, but she was raised in Jamaica since a month old. Got you, got you. Technicalities. but she came back over to the States in 1996, uh, went to law school, became a valid- valedictorian at Nova Southeastern, uh, graduated magna cum laude from Shepherd Broad College of Law, um, went on to be the first Black woman named partner at a big fancy law firm, and like we said, now president-elect of the Broward County uh, Bar Association. And I found this particularly important as someone who grew up in South Florida myself, because Lord knows that Florida could use all of the uh, Black people in positions of power that it can get. True, true. Um, And the amount of racism and anti-Blackness that runs rampant in Florida, yeah, this is the type of shit that we need. And the fact that he's Jamaican is just a little bit of, you know, Scotch bonnet sauce on the top. <laughs> I'm sure. Speaking of um, Jamaican excellence, you saw the women's 100 meter um, finals and how that turned out with Jamaica absolutely sweeping the top three spots. I think, yeah, for the first time since 2008. But regardless, that was wow, the... you're just a sports analyst, aren't you? Oh, <laughs> not trying to take your job, but I. Um, that was probably the first Olympic event that I actually watched in full um live while it was happening and i was just like damn the rest of you girls literally never had a shot like it was jamaica all the way from the very beginning so yes shout out to them for dominating 
Hey y'all, we all know Crocs are known for comfort, but they're really stepping up their game when it comes to personalization. The truly iconic classic clogs and slides are available in tons of colors, and they're just waiting to be personalized with a collection of gibbets. The charms you all know and love that you see lots of people pop into the holes in the front of their Crocs to give it, you know, your own unique flair and fun. Thank you to Crocs for actually sending me over a pair of my own Crocs that I'm excited to add some gibbets to because I see on the website they have some Avatar The Last airbender charms so those are gonna be the first ones that i stick on the front of these shoes and there's like a lot that really speak to my nerd heart on here so this is probably going to be my next rabbit hole here we go be sure to head to crocs.com to explore all the latest styles and gibbets charms that's c-r-o-c-s dot com go get some crocs or if you already have some which you probably do go get some gibbets let's get back to the show Hey guys, this week's episode is being brought to you by Squarespace. You know something that I think I've been craving? I'm really craving a directory-style uh, website that sort of serves as a where-are-they-now for some of my favorite memes and viral sensations, such as Sharkeisha. Um, Sharkeisha! You know. And I feel like someone out there, one of you wonderful people can make that happen using Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. But Squarespace is incredibly easy to build a website that has everything you need right out the gate and looks great, feels great, and is like also easy to modify and customize and update and add features to. I even got my mom to use Squarespace for her personal website. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I would really like to speak to Scarlett from Scarlett Takes a Tumble and, you know, various other people who kind of helped me through my blogging era or whatever, mm-hmm. maybe. So... If you have it on your heart to create that kind of website and you want to know where to begin, head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash the read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. Let them know we sent you. Let's get back to the show. Okay, so this week in our pop culture segment, uh, Hot Top Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Bottom, we're going to start with news that the two heartbeats um, Bruno Mars and Anderson Pac are finally back with um, a new record. It is called Skate uh, because, of course, it is. They make nothing but roll bounce. That's right. Um, you know, 70s esque, eight track, Jerry Curl ass music. Yep. And you guys love them for it. Everybody has been hankering for a new single from the. R&B soul duo. I don't know what genre they call. I feel like that's right. R&B soul. Honestly, yeah, that's probably the best fit. Um, Everyone's been waiting for a new follow-up to their single, Leave the Door Open, and here you have it. It's a song with them sitting outside the dunes from Insecure. Probably, um, this might be like, a, this is like an Insecure prequel. Because it comes fresh with the Instagram filter, the sepia tone oh, shit, where okay. everything looks like an old Kodak uh, photograph. And, you know, the girls are skating. This nigga Bruno is playing, like, bongos or some shit with Gucci Man or whoever the whiz kid <laughs> in the back. And um, Come on, whiz kid. <laughs> yeah, this is what they have for you. Uh, personally, 
Thank you, this one too. But I appreciate everybody involved and their commitment to making things. I mean, I really did. I did prefer Leave the Door Open over this song. When I played this, I was like very underwhelmed, but I was also under the influence of like a lot of different substances. So, you know, it could, I'm certain that that played a big role in it, but um, yeah, liked the other song. Oh, yeah, because you're but... on your hard lesbian girl strip Vegas. We're out. Um, Scissor Sisters weekend. Okay. I mean, you could call it that. I probably <laughs> would not have, but um, yeah, you know, either way, they definitely have the, the $80 unlocked. They have that whole demographic ready, and the music is, is fun. Bruno's is definitely singing. So as long as y'all are having fun, I'm having fun for you. That's how yeah, I don't give a fuck a about this or need anything to do with it. But I do feel like when I listened to this, I was like, oh, I might buy this for my mama, like the album. I feel like this is an album that my mother would like. And she'll be like, oh, my goodness. I had no idea that people today were making music that sounds like stuff that I, you know, love and listen to yeah. and listening to. And whatnot. This is so nice. Oh, my goodness. I would love to skate. Yes. Leave the door open, whatever. And then one of them, likely Anderson, is going to talk about pussy moisture in one of these lyrics Mm -hmm. in one way or the next. And then she's going to be like, this is not what Jesus intended when he talked about skating. Like, (laughs) so you can keep it. And quite honestly, you're going to hell, Gregory, for bringing me this. I mean, yeah, as soon as one of them talk about using pussy juice as Carmex or something, <laughs> a lot of the mamas are going to be like, turn this right off <laughs> and find my Fred Hammond CD and find it now because clearly you're not saved no more. And I have some work to do. I'm going to the closet and I'm going to talk to Christ about it. But until then, they're going to love it. Well, folks that subscribe to Bruno Radio, I hope you guys are enjoying the follow-up that the two heartbeats have offered. Um, As I said, it's not for me, but I recognize that the dolls are having a good time. And as I said, Bruno doesn't really need any of us to listen to this. He's very much having a good time for Bruno Mars. Bruno doesn't give a fuck. Like, Bruno performs, sings, plays... All of the things above. And it looks like he honestly doesn't give a fuck if you get up and walk out. He barely even seems to notice that you're there, (laughs) honestly, or or watching or paying attention. He is so turned on by his own talent and ability that he's kind of like, oh, right. Y'all listen to this. That's nice. Yeah. So I really don't think that Bruno Mars even has the capacity to give a fuck about what I think about the shit that he's making. And that's a beautiful thing. So good for her. Yeah. I mean, it is. And that is true. Bruno always looks completely into what he's doing. Almost like everybody else on stage is an afterthought and singing his little heart out every time. So I will give him that. Even if though this song is like not exactly my cup of tea, I do like Bruno overall. So, you know, have fun. It's the summertime. It really is like beautiful also that he was. Likely the first one of Andy's toys to escape the house and, like, break out (laughs) on his own and make a career as an individual small doll. So good for her. You did not have to do do him like that. Onika Tani Mirage may be hosting the reunion special of the Real Housewives of Potomac. Look at God. Why? It needs to happen. It doesn't, but it might. So there. <laughs> it should. Good enough, right? Sure. So 
story goes a little something like this. Some undoubtedly Caucasian intern at Bravo said, you know what we should do for the Potomac sisters? We should remake Nicki Minaj's Moment for Life as Potomac for Life. Mm. And then we should get all of them light-skinned heifers and Wendy. <laughs> That's the black the the dark-skinned one's name is Wendy. Yes. I almost said the black one like they're <laughs> I mean, but were were you wrong though? Yes. I, uh, I mean, I'm not gonna please the light-skinned girls are always mad at me. I don't need I don't need to give them nothing else. Oh my god, are you denying her? Oh my I, god. I don't nobody's oh my. I just, you hate light skinned people. Uh, don't start y'all shit. Please keep them yellow too. How many light skinned niggas have been dated my body? Suck my dick. <laughs> oh shit. You can never say that to me. I like unironically. But I really do I really do love this idea. Like I I, I love the idea that Nikki is actually watching Housewives of Potomac and may like be dialed in and truly hype about hosting this reunion show. It would be great. I would love it. I would absolutely tune the fuck in for that. My only problem with this is that in order to watch it or like watching it requires me to also watch the Real Housewives of Potomac. Yes, but it's good. I don't want to. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm sorry to I am incredibly intrigued at the prospect of Nicki Minaj hosting a Real Housewives reunion special. I don't know why she would truly want to do it. Right. Um, so that tells me that, like, she watches... Like she watches and she has opinions and she really wants to like get into the meat, you know? Mm. And again, that's intriguing. But the problem for me is like, I don't, I have, first of all, for clarity, I haven't watched this latest season of the Real Housewives of Potomac. I'm, I didn't even know it came back this fast and they were already gearing up for another reunion. I checked out after they tried to play Monique like she was an unfit mother because she dragged somebody that deserved to be dragged when they got her drunk and the girl was act- antagonizing her. And all of you black women sat around in a circle and talked to that girl as if she was like the second coming of Lucifer, Satan, Beelzebub, mm, the devil. Right. Because she like grabbed somebody's fucking um, sewing. Fucking weirdos. Anyway, so I've been checked out since then. And I don't know that Onika Tani Mirage is enough. Who am I fucking fooling? Of course she's enough to get me signed back in. <laughs> I'm not gonna miss this. I refuse. I just, I'm not gonna miss it. You're not. But I'm, I'm upset in the fact that I'm going to have to also deal with the fact or I'm gonna have to deal with Giselle and that fucking brave little toaster looking ass house that she got. That motherfucking mm-hmm. goddamn her house look like. The fucking cupboard. You have you ever seen the ending in the cupboard? I have. It looked like the cupboard. Wow. Her house looks like a sketcher shoebox. <laughs> and, and and like everyone keeps referring to to Giselle's style and her things as tacky. Mm-hmm. And I want us to just go ahead and graduate to the the reality and the truth and and call it what it is, which is ugly. It is fine. She is not ugly. Giselle no, is a fine looking human not. being. Yeah. As as Nearly all of the women on this this show are <laughs> fine-looking individuals. <laughs> we don't have to get into specifics. We don't. But, like, her things are ugly. That's true. 
Your house is ugly. Your clothes are ugly. Your wigs are ugly. Like, ugly. And your attitude is ugly. Mm -hmm. And I never understand. Giselle is ugly. I never understand the decisions Giselle makes, whether it's headbands or husbands. I never understand the decisions that Giselle chooses to make and put on television for the rest of us to see. Like, what are you watching, Giselle? What do you queue up when the dolls send you the footage? Not a fucking thing, child. Maybe QVC. I have no idea what she's really looking at, but um, I do think you should get back into Potomac. The girls are having fun this season, and by fun, I mean mess. And Exactly. It's Real Housewives. Yeah, Let me guess. But it's a good time. <laughs> oh, Lord. What Let me guess. guess it's right. Ashley's still having some Smeagol-looking-ass babies with that creepy-ass white man. Oh, Lord. Oh, God. <laughs> Robin is still pretending to give a fuck about that nigga named Juan <laughs> as if Trade is ever going to marry her loving basketball body ass. And we don't give a fuck about none of that shit that you over there talking about, Robin. And you was in the circle or whatever. Beat it. The only reason anybody fucking put, puts up with you in the first motherfucking place is because the girls like to look at Juan for whatever inexplicable reason. Because Juan in himself gives me like, girl, have you filled anything out this week? Anything. I mean, you know, y'all, you tried? y'all give Juan Dixon a lot and he's not ugly, but he's not, I'm not seeing this not at all. fineness though. I'm not seeing this. We're not going fineness. up the ladder. We're not going through the roof. Right. We're not seeing heaven much better. What the fuck are you bitches talking about? Right. Like Juan's not giving it up like that. I'm not seeing all that that y'all are seeing. I'm just not. I'm not putting up with, with Robin and any of her boring ass bullshit or any of that other goddamn garbage that you have to deal with by way of, of, of her simply being there and anti because, you know, her baby daddy is trade. Move along. Mm-hmm. Wendy, beat it. Don't know why you got here. And honestly, the, who is even the all else on there besides the Grand Dame, who I live for? Um, there's the Grand Dame is like their saving grace for me, honestly. Oh, yeah, Chinese Kitty is on the show. That's nice. Oh, but, my God. Like... It's interesting to me that, like, Karen honestly went from being to me, like, just, just revolting to now I, I simply live for the yeah. Grand Dame. It's I'm, something about I'm Karen. I'm I don't know what it is exactly, but I, I just appreciate that older black woman vibe, I guess. I don't know. And then Wendy is getting BBLs, but then not saying so. And then being like, oh, production just didn't show y'all but i did say she it. swooped out of nowhere with this fucking i'm the one chocolate girl on the series like cape on on some like what about all of the other black women that you're making it difficult for because you almost beat this girl's ass are y'all loopy it was never this is that the real housewives it was never nobody that give serious. a fuck <laughs> I mean, never that serious, girl. Are you kidding? All the other black bitch. What do you think? You really? You gonna apply for a job and they tell you, Tasha, that they're not sure because they just watched the latest episode of Potomac and Monique got. Oh no, Monique is the one who dragged. Candace got dragged. Don't work there. You say thank you so much. Yeah. Because that's not where you need to be. You be writing us a motherfucking letter about how you want to fucking put acid in your boss's latte. And you're just not sure. But that is... We gotta help you stay out of prison. Right. It's also just like not gonna happen because you're very much overestimating the importance of Real Housewives of Potomac. Like, 
Don't act like this one reality show no is going to dictate life for black women None in of America. Like, sweetie, y'all are not even the only black it's girls on this network, much less on At reality all. TV. Like, calm down. Now, Everybody calm down. You're quietly scooping the other black it's girls. It's true. It's true. It is. It is. However, nobody... Not is, even quietly. They've kind of spoken up. I don't think anybody is basing their treatment of black women based off, like... What happened on last week's episode of Potomac? That's just not happening. And honestly, if you are, you deserve to be like exiled from any any form of. But that's you know reality TV dramatics. People are always doing the most and exaggerating when it's not necessary. Yeah, well, beat it. Like I don't give a fuck. You don't do anything. I don't have to like you, bitch. Like you, like get out of here. Move around. Like what are you talking about? You fucked up with somebody that was really about that shit, and and you egged it on, and y'all, you and production. Right. Anyway, so Nikki. She posted the clip of the the moment for life shit, talking about I'll be hosting the reunion. Let me know what y'all want me to ask child. Laughing. This was obviously like a gag and she was playing along to the fact that she got a, a nice clean check from Bravo to use moment for life as this dumbass promotion. And she also very clearly watches Potomac while feeding this baby that she still hasn't told us the name of. <laughs> Uh, Papa Bear. Oh, yeah. Which is fine. Right. I'm okay with calling him We could just that, call him that. Right. That's fine. Yeah. When he started walking around and speaking in full sentences, <laughs> I might want to know his name. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm fine with calling him Papa Bear off of the two pictures that you've shared of, of, of him with us. Man, he's cute. Anyways. Well, of course, Andy Cohen being the white gay that he is and seeing dollar signs sent his publicist on over to Nikki's front door. And she posted a screenshot in her text of the publicist saying, Andy Cohen said he would gladly give up his seat to have you host the Potomac reunion. Tapes around October. Nikki sent back a whole bunch of capital letters and, you know, manic response. Like, oh my God, I couldn't believe this. Just excitement. Uh, Just beside her motherfucking self. I love this for her. (laughs) Cannot believe it. And then she went on Instagram story and used the cursive uh, font to say, don't move. Everyone binge watch all. But don't move. Everyone binge watch all the episodes because we finna get into some fangs, hunty. I hate that. My questions will be well thought out, too. Mixed with funny and epic, of course. And Barb's, please don't send me. A million comments about the album and Doc Child. Just let me have my moment. We yes. almost there, I promise. She had to cap that by saying, like, yes, I know that y'all want for me to do all of these other things. Can you suck my dick for a moment? Like, can I just have a good time? Right. And just leave me alone. Let me live my life. Like, right now, I'm watching Housewives. You will get the music when I'm ready to put that out. But right now, I'm yeah, looking like, at Potomac. I actually am working very hard on an album. But, like, after I leave the studio... I kick my feet up. My husband rubs them because who the fuck does he think he is? <laughs> I feed my baby and I watch Potomac. Can you let me have fun? And Can I have I a good mean, time? Yes, I will let Nikki have that 100%. It's good for her. Of course you can. But the idea of her hosting the Housewives reunion, I absolutely want it. Inject that shit directly into my fucking veins. She'll be the first and only person to host a Real Housewives reunion that is not Andy Cohen. And starting right there to me is iconic. Um, and then with the 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 power that is queen radio i really couldn't think of another word the um yeah wow the the military the militaristic oh yes strength okay and fervor 
Yes, the cultural significance of, of Queen Radio. It is incomparable. You know Andy don't give a fuck about these women. Like, he doesn't even know their names. He knows Nene. Definitely not. And he knows that there are about seven Kims. <laughs> you just say Kim, um, you're probably right. Right. So he says Nene, and if he doesn't know, he just says Kim. Because, like, <laughs> odds are, like, it's a good chance he'll be right. He doesn't care about them, no. you know? Whereas I believe that Nikki actually watches and so we'll have questions and opinions for a reunion that are based like an actual fandom yeah. and a bit of shade as well. Cause she knows ain't Nan one of these hoes gonna say nothing slick to her. Not at all. So we like I think she would actually be a fun host. Yeah, she would. But then you run the risk of like being a great host and then leaving to go back to your regular life and then we have to watch this nigga be the host again. That'd like, be all right. I mean, maybe not, but y'all gonna do it. So you know, yeah. enjoy enjoy right. Nikki while she's here. You know, she's a limited edition Starburst, and you enjoy them while they're around, and then you go back to the regular hoes when their run is I over. Lanethia is livid. <laughs> Lanethia must be. Pissed. You think so? You know, she loves Onique. Oh well, I mean, okay. Mimi likes a little Onique on her plate, or is it Porsche? No, I mean, is it Phaedra? I think stands Onique. Oh. I think all of the girls quietly like Onique, or at least would play like they like Onique. I mean, yes. She pulled up. <laughs> the fact that you keep calling her Onique is, <laughs> takes me out every time. But That's probably the baby's name. <laughs> I would actually scream if that little nigga name was Onique. I really. I think it's cute. <laughs> me too, with an apostrophe after the O. <laughs> yes. Is there any other O way? apostrophe <laughs> N I Q? Oh my God. <laughs> It's perfect. It's perfect. It really is. Oh, that is disgusting. Oh, good Anyways. Luck. Good luck. Yeah, Onika. I want to see it. Uh, at this point, it feels like it has to happen. Yeah. Like, I don't know if they're shelling out the coin, you know, for you, if they're going to appease you. It feels like Mama has coin. Oh, they got Rider. Yeah. She needs, like, a whole bunch of stuff. Right. Um... But this sounds like epic television, and I will gladly pay mm-hmm. Same. to watch Nikki and the Grand Dame go back and forth <laughs> about anything. And I want to hear her ask these girls some some real questions about the decisions that they have made with these husbands and baby daddies. Oh my gosh! And you know what? You just reminded me of too. He's always like, um. Uh, Katrina from Dallas, Texas wants to know blankety blank 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 you know so imagine yeah. Nikki being like Beverly from East Orange, New Jersey wants to know <laughs> what the fuck um, that refrigerator was Giselle and why you felt like we needed to see it I'm I need this yeah make it happen the more and more Please. that I talk about it the more I realize it's important to me yeah you understand now it's a good thing we can't wait Rolling Stone is named Beyonce's formation as the best music video of all time. They've constructed the list of 100 music videos uh, all of time, of time all. <laughs> and at the very top of it is sitting the Melina Matsukas directed formation by one Beyonce off of her Lemonade album. Mm-hmm. And typically when I like see these like, best blankety blank top such and in such things from all these different magazines and websites i'm just kind of like okay let me go see what their opinion is mm-hmm. like i don't really i try not to take it as seriously as i think a lot of other people do 
Because it's just, you know, the opinion. Right. And even still, when I read this, I was like, of all time? Like, only people I could think of, honestly, that I would... Because Formation is the video. Like, let's not play ourselves. (laughs) Right. It is great. Strong visual. But I just immediately thought of Michael Jackson. Immediately, I thought of, like, Michael Jackson, all of Michael's videos. And I'm thinking, like, if we're talking about best video for me, who's watched many music videos across the board, I'm like, if we're talking about top 10, I need Beyonce in the room, but I need Michael in the room, I need Janet in the room, and I need Melissa Elliott in the room. Right. And we can keep talking after that. But if we're talking about constant, unforgettable heat... Like, nearly every damn time. Right. Exactly. The girls. And so, it also made me think of, you know, Michael used to have the children pull up. Like, before you could watch a music video on Vivo. Right. We didn't have the ability to on demand shit. We did not have it. Whatever video. You really had to watch the shit on television. Mm -hmm. And you needed to catch it when it aired. Right. Or you just didn't see it. Yes. Um, and Michael used to have the girls be like, hey, new <laughs> visual pulling up child. to ABC <laughs> this Friday at, at 8 p.m. or whatever. And the families would gather around to watch okay. the latest Michael video and it delivered. My, Celebrity cameos, yes. monologues. Yes, it was like a whole event for a Michael Jackson music video. And I actually remember when the Scream video came out because my Annie like... She was not playing with us. First of all, she kicked everybody out the room and then she one by one decided to let us come back. But we had to like sit there and be dead ass silent for the and this was just this was for the lead up to the screen video coming out. She was not playing with us like all day long. She was like, bet not nobody do nothing to fuck up this new Michael Jackson video. Like she was (laughs) she was just not playing with us at all. And and Scream was an incredible video. Like it was absolutely worth it. All that hype, and it's not something you could do now in the age of the internet. But back then, it like it really meant a lot. And so, I'm not mad at this because it's Beyonce, and I do love the formation video. Um, but like, I just scroll through the list real quick, and it's a lot of white people on there. Songs I don't know, artists I've only kind of heard of, and who I don't know. And I expect that. I mean, you know, this is a Rolling Stone list, not a BT list. So, I expect to see, you know artists that I've never heard of and videos I've never seen before. But I just, you know, scrolling through it, they've made some choices that I just don't think Negroes would have made. Yeah, when I saw this initially, I was like, all right, let me go see the rest of their opinion, right? Because, again, like you, I'm thinking of the Scream video, one of the most iconic, expensive videos of all time. I'm thinking of Missy's She's a Bitch even, like, I'm a slave for you came to mind. Like, I'm just kind of like, what's, what else is going on? Let's see what their measure, what, what, what it is alongside. Right. Beyonce's formation is now at number one. And then at number two, we have Johnny Cash Hurt. See. And that's when I was like, oh, all right, bad. I see what this is. <laughs> you lost <laughs> because, <me> already. Like, <laughs> no shade. Like, I have no problem with Johnny Cash. I know the song. I've seen the video a bunch of times. That felt like a great video if you understand like the 
if you understand like the platform of a Johnny, you know what I mean? Or like the like, I guess the magnitude. If you're a Johnny Cash fan or just know who Johnny Cash yeah, is, I guess. that video is like whatever. But the song is a Nine Inch Nails cover. It's not even a Johnny Cash song. And when I hear it initially, I think of Nine Inch Nails. Okay. So I'm just kind of like, I wouldn't have known that. Okay, way. sure. This is like when Johnny Cash was like super old, and one of his last videos, if not his last video, and it's really sentimental, and the song is whatever. But I was like, even still, we why is not this isn't Michael. Okay, well, what's number three? Madonna's Vogue. Okay. All right. Very, you know, uh, when Madonna decided to dive into the black and Latino gay space and and co-opt what the trans sisters and mothers were doing and make it pop culture. Fine. Yeah, that's defining. What else? This is America, Childish Gambino. All right, okay. What are we doing, guys? That like, was like, okay. Not that video. <laughs> like, all right. And then, again, like, honestly, go and check out the list. If you go to their website, you can, like, literally just watch the videos. Um, and yeah. many of these videos are amazing classics. A lot of them were really nice to watch again. Some of them was nice to watch for the first time. But this list just reminded me that they're these are just opinions of like a a dozen folk that work at whatever publication that come together and drink sangria and eat sun chips and argue about whatever is best. Yeah. And then they put together this list and they put it out. Isn't I don't have to fucking like it or agree. I'm not mad at Beyonce's formation being number one because unlike Johnny Cash's hurt. I don't feel like you even need to know who Beyonce was to understand what's going on. Like, the symbolism again. Right. The references. Like, so, like, all of the shots. Melina Matsukas, her eye is just dumb. So, like, as yeah. a video, sure. But again, I can't help help but think of, like, fucking Rhythm Nation. I can't help, help but think of... Um, the runaway video, smooth criminal. And that was the other thing. It was like, they didn't put Michael on the list until number 10. And the video they chose was Billie Jean. See, that's what's confusing to me. Of all the Michael Jackson videos in this world, are you kidding? Billie Jean? Like, it's not a bad one, but remember the time? Thriller? Scream? Um, It's like, sure, like, Yes, okay. Billie Jean gave you, like, the way that it was shot was excellent. It's a fantastic video. It also kind of, I feel like, was part of the um, defining point of a lot of the visual things that we know of with Michael Jackson. Right. And walks and all that other stuff, I think, was kind of from that video slash era. But like you said, when you have fucking so Iman and, and Eddie Murphy right. doing, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have full scripts and... I don't know. D'Angelo's Untitled is in top 10 as well, but it was like, the Beastie Boy? Okay. I don't know. Okay. I mean... Go and check it out, guys. I'm yeah. not mad, but I am confused. I, scrolling through this list, Beyonce is on here multiple times, so I'm really Oh, yeah, mad. absolutely. Missy is also here um, at number 16, but you probably do not agree with the choice of video. I don't. <laughs> of course The not. rain. And again, Missy's it's like, oh, highest entry the is you could the have done, right? It's not making. Sense. She's a bitch. Get your freak on. The lose control mm-hmm. video is fucking stupid. 
even from her first album, Super Duper Fly, Sock It To Me. Right. With her and the brat? Exactly. But the point of these lists is to get people arguing, talking, having fun. So... Yeah, fighters not, are people. Yeah, I'm not really mad at it. If anything, I'm going to have to learn who these white people are, but hmm. I'm actually going to go like back through this list at some point and really read what they had to say about each one of the entries and watch some of these videos. The only video in the top 20 that I had never seen was this DJ Shadow and Run the Jewels, Nobody Speak. I don't even know who that Literally, is. Literally every other one I had seen and heard of Radiohead, Duran Duran, like all of them, I was like, oh yeah, I know this video. Nice video, but what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what are we, I don't know what the parameters Gun to my head, I could not tell you a Radiohead song or a Duran Duran no, that's song. That's fine. <laughs> I just, that's, that, I and listen, don't really oh, be knowing, I mean, I know like white music from the 90s, but, we'll go check you, boo. I mean, and that's, but only like, it's like a very specific number of, of bands or groups, but, yeah, so? you know, I mean, it's still Beyonce, and so I'm not mad, but definitely, if if this was our list, things would have looked very different. Oh yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. So because the take to the house video would have been like, <laughs> and they would have been like, wait a minute, <laughs> is this yeah. a is this a bear? Everyone would also have to sit, and this is why you have to just <laughs> let people do their thing. And have their opinions. You gotta let people, you know, meet you where they at. Amen. Sweetie is the latest celebrity to be linking with McDonald's to um, get us all fat. We can't wait. We love it. So apparently McDonald's has something called a famous orders program where they just link up with celebrities that have very strong and stable stand groups. And they say, hey, girl, what do you like to eat from McDonald's? And then they make that a meal fashioned after the celebrity so that they can cash in. Travis Scott is one of the celebrities who's done this. I believe he talked about the Travis Scott meal on the podcast before and how it was basically just like... A cheeseburger. Like a cheeseburger and fries and a Sprite. It really was something very basic. It was just like... It was like a number three, right. We're like, oh, okay. Well, J Balvin has also been a part of this program, BCS, and now... The icy girl herself. The icy part really confuses me because I'm like, she's not a Gucci man artist. And so I get tripped up and sometimes call her the so icy princess. But then I don't think that's right. She has a song called Icy Girl. So that's what it is. Well, none of them are Elsa. How about that? <laughs> okay. Everyone's human and no one's ice. That's true. So let's start there. Either way, the doll baby is working with uh, McDonald's. She said, McDonald's and I run deep from growing up in Hayward, California, <laughs> all through I my college deep. days. <laughs> I mean, it kind of does for all of us. Right, who don't have a story going back to their childhood about McDonald's, girl? <laughs> Literally all of it. I love it. I love it. So I had to bring my Icy Gang in on my all-time favorites. It's like, see, isn't that a Gucci? Like, isn't Icy Gang like a Gucci... Is she Gucci Man? She is not. I'm pretty sure she's not, but you know. Depending on the mood I'm in, there are so many ways to enjoy my order. <laughs> and we know that Sweetie is famous for her prison palette. She is. And for, you know, mixing things that under God's watch should truly never exist together on a plate, in a bowl, in a cup. And she does it anyway. Um, 
I don't know, as a form of like fear factor or I don't know what, uh, but she does that. And here we are now with the Sweetie Meal coming to you live at McDonald's on August 9th. The Sweetie Meal consists of one Big Mac, one four-piece nugget, medium fries, a medium Sprite. Wow. Tangy barbecue sauce and a sweetie and sour sauce, which they okay. is just the sweet sour sauce that they renamed after sweetie. <laughs> so so clever, clever. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sweetie said in <sighs> her tweet, "Who's ready for one of my infamous concoctions with a sweetie poster?" A Sweetie McDonald's poster that is like six French fries and a couple dabs of barbecue sauce to look like a snowflake. Once again, perpetuating this icy idea because she's icy. Right. I guess. Um, does the bay get cold? Like, who cares? So um, there's also like a photo here of like several different ways, I guess, that you can enjoy the meal. It says, how Sweetie does it. And then it has a whole bunch of fucking... <laughs> Like convict versions yep. of her meal, <laughs> where like it's the Big Mac, but instead of bread, it's just fries, and it's Why? like fries, but like chopped up nuggets on top. <laughs> a Big Mac, but instead of bread, it's the patties, and See, instead of patties, Why? it's the fries. Gross. Like all kinds of just hood rat ways of, for you to eat this. So I love that the marketing folks over at McDonald's were super like, we love your ghetto palette and we would really love it if you would also like help us to to do something like that with McDonald's. I mean... So if you would also like to have um, gastrointestinal failure, you can um, catch up with the Sweetie Meal on August. There's never been a better brand partnership ever in the history of brand partnerships. Sweetie and McDonald's absolutely go together like in every sense of the word so i'm not shocked it's actually pretty brilliant um even though all these are regular menu items at mcdonald's it's not about that it's just you know it's about the sweetie stuff especially if they brand that sweet and sour sauce like if they really make that sweetie and sour sauce or whatever the hoes are gonna snatch that up they're gonna go to mcdonald's trying to steal the posters out the window like y'all did for travis scott and and she gonna go on TikTok and put some sriracha in her Dr Pepper and tell y'all how good it is, and you hoes is gonna eat that shit up too and be following right along with her. So yeah, it's a it's yeah, a I great idea. She eats garbage, and that is what about they sell. This like this entire thing initially was confusing to me, and then I. It took me longer than I think it should have, but I landed on the fact that they're just capitalizing off of standum. Yeah, absolutely. And the fact that you know, stands don't really give a fuck. They're going to just buy things based mm-hmm. on the fact that their fave is selling it. Yeah. If Beyonce says she had a favorite order at Taco Bell, I would risk it all. I wouldn't. And that's where to I go feel get like it. I'm separate from a lot of the you other girls. I would look it up and, and have my fun and be like, oh, my gosh, look at Beyonce doing such and such. I'm not eating that. Especially don't let them have like a special Beyonce Chalupa wrapper or something. Bitch, I'm getting it. Like, I'm She's getting not it. Eating that. So... <laughs> She's sweetie's not eating this. I mean, she might. I was gonna say you think she's not Beyonce not yes. eating Taco Bell, but sweetie is sweetie definitely eats eating McDonald's. Like blue cheese. She eats blue yeah. cheese covered frosted flakes. Sweetie is so. absolutely. She ate something one time that was just so disgusting. I just, I truly felt sick. It was like microwave pepperoni with 
I don't even know rich dressing on top and stuff that God only knows what kind of shit she came up with. But, you know, she's proud. Thankfully, what she eat don't make, don't make me shit. Right. Because I would, I mean, I would have to be on the Komodo all day. I, I wouldn't. So. Yeah, I just wouldn't. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's a miracle that anything ever moves over there. But. Yeah. It I makes don't... a lot of sense. It's a very smart partnership. So, you know, good luck to her. Viacom is bringing back the surreal life. Fun. Not fun at all, but it's happening anyway, regardless. I'm sure they've already filmed or they've begun filming. For those of you who are maybe younger than 27 and don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Once upon a time, there was a show called The Surreal Life. It was basically Big Brother for celebrities that didn't have shit else to do. And because of that, we were given Flavor of Love. Yep. Which gave us Tiffany Pollard. So in a way, you don't really have to know about this real life or care about this real life. Just recognize it as being Tiffany Pollard's grandma. <laughs> I move on because that's what it is. Um, what a crazy thought. Yeah, this real life was the show where, you know, all of these D-list celebrities would get together on one season. It aired between 2003 and 2006. One of the seasons, Flavor of Love was on there with uh, Brigitte Nielsen. Uh, Young people, Brigitte Nielsen is a very large Viking woman who um, did some acting and I guess was fucking around with uh, Flavor of Love because I don't know, nothing else to do. And so then they got their own spinoff show on VH1 that was called something like um, Who Would Have Thought or What the Fuck is Wrong with These Bitches. It, like, the name of the show was something that was very, like, on the nose. Yep. It was very, like, it was it was called, like, What the Fuck is Going On Here? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> something like that. Like, they were obviously, like, the name of the show was cheap. It was. And... Then at some point, I don't know, Brigitte was like, this nigger thing is, I'm, I'm, I'm cool. <laughs> and so then she hopped in her aviator glasses and she hit the sun and VH1 was like, or whoever, yeah, VH1 was like, oh, this is such a hot mess. We can't stop. It's been making us so much money. Let's just get a whole bunch of people who don't care to like date Flavor of Love on yep, TV. Exactly. And that's how we got in New York. So... They're bringing it back, folks. The new series will feature Stormy Daniels, Dennis Rodman, no. Tamar Braxton, no. Frankie Muniz, Kim Coles, August Alsina, and then two people I had to Google. CJ Perry, who was apparently a white woman wrestler. Oh, that's and a woman. And then okay. Manny Mua, who is a makeup artist, and his last name is not Mua, but... <laughs> Peter White, not. who wrote this article at Deadline, didn't give a fuck about that because he spelled the name, capital M, lowercase ua, as if that was their last name. And I said, who is that? And Google did, only to find that MUA stands for makeup artist Correct. because Manny works for YouTube or whatever and does Yes, makeup. exactly. So, no, like, literally, people already don't give a fuck about this. Um, the one thing that caught my eyes, Kim Coles, because you know how I feel right, about same. my classics. And I will protect Kim Coles um, with everything possible. The rest of the girls move it. I don't give a fuck about Stormy Daniels talking about Trump's ball sack. Not I at all. In fact, fuck. please don't. 
Ugh. I don't care about August. I'll see you talking about Jada Pinkett Smith. Like, I know that that's what we're going to be subjected to. Both of them talking about who they used to fuck and Tamar singing gospel in between gagging. No, thank I just, you. I don't. Mm-mm. It's really wild to me that Kim Coles and some young YouTube little boy are on the same show. Like, I get that's that that's... real life. Yeah, I was going to say, I get that's the point. It's like a bunch of celebrity, and celebrity is a strong word, but it's a bunch of notable people all in one house or whatever. And so we're just going to film them and see what craziness happens. But, like, what are these people expected to converse about? What are they expected to have in common? Like, No one cares. They're going to do a whole bunch of, like, Surreal Life is one of those yeah. shows where you have challenges and shit. So they're going to have them dress gonna up like... They're going to give them like, a fake job? Don't do that. Catfish or whatever and go oh, swimming God. around. Oh, and, God. Yeah, <laughs> Not like, go swimming! Pull a ring. <laughs> Pull a ring from the bottom of the lake that has your partner's name on it or some other humiliating garbage. Oh, God. It really is what it is. But at the same time, like, this is very likely going to be a Paramount Plus original, which means we likely won't be able to watch it any goddamn way because Lord knows that fucking app don't work. (laughs) So there's that. Saving grace. Last but not least, um... Ice-T's wife, Coco, is defending her right to breastfeed her five-year-old daughter um, here now, today, and all of her five years of age. Oh, okay. She appeared in an interview with Us Weekly TV or whatever their fucking YouTube shit is called, where she talked about being... She talks about nursing her five-year-old daughter, Chanel, um, and why y'all should get off her dick about it. And, like, worry about yourself. Yeah. Um, it was also very Real Housewives to me. It kind of gave me, like, a Kim Zolciak tone to it, the excuses. Okay. Um, she just kind of kept, you know, reiterating that her child likes it. And who is she to deny her child the tit? <laughs> if that's what her child wants, mind your own goddamn business. Um, she also said, you know, science says that in like Europe, they don't stop breastfeeding until like seven or something. She really like pulled like what you know, Europeans breastfeed until like da 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 da. And I'm like, Mama, I guarantee you there are so many Europeans watching this clip right now. Like, I want you to leave me alone and yeah. stay out of this. That's not the continent I would have cited. <laughs> That's not the continent I would have chosen. Although it is true that worldwide, most countries, you know, people breastfeed longer than they do in America. I would not have talked about what the Europeans do ever. So, yeah, that's why y'all only wash your shoulders. (laughs) (laughs) It just drips down, you guys. It's you get clean. I can't believe. Did you see that white nonsense? Very serious about that. Like, and it wasn't like an elaborate joke Mm -mm. that they all came together about on Black History Month. But them two famous really people. the time and the rage. What was his name? He was on Two and a Half Men for a little while and he used to be married to that one white, white woman. Ashton Kutcher. No. The other one. Yeah. Him and his wife, uh, whose name I'm forgetting, but she was on that 70s show. They said that they you don't bathe. Yes. They said that they don't bathe. I'm shocked. Like at some point last week, they were like, you know, I just hit the hot spots and other than that, I'm good. I'm like, what could you possibly have to do? Bitch, are you kidding? 
<laughs> I can get in the bed knowing that most of my body is dirty. Like, I just don't even feel right. But does water wash the racism off? Let's get to the root. <sighs> like, what is it? What's okay. so frightening about soap and water? What are you washing off? Intolerance? <laughs> What is like? Why are there so many? Is of it y'all privilege? That, what do you have? The, where are you going? The privilege is so... baked in, and they're scared that they'll scrub it all away. That there is no other explanation because why are y'all walking around smelling like that, looking like that? Skin just dingy. There's no reason. Is for that it. when we see the scales? That's when we would see the scales. <laughs> yes, that's, that's how why, you see the scales. Yeah, that's why you you know you notice certain parts of white people's skin that never look right until they get a pedicure. It's because. They don't, I'm so frightening, but just do it. They don't do none of that at home by themselves. They don't it's do none what, of that maintenance. Like, where are you? Mm-mm. You're no. literally just sitting in front of TV watching Too Hot to Handle. <laughs> Wash your ass. Like, what's the, what is... Yeah. What I, you? I don't... I, I cannot understand it. I don't understand why y'all don't wash, and I don't understand why y'all choose to tell us that you don't wash. Also, like, you won't keep it a secret. Why is that for us to know? I, you And so you clearly have no shame about it because you are opening your mouth about it. But it's just weird because hygiene. But all right. Anyway, Coco's daughter at some point during this um, interview, to my personal enjoyment, came into the frame, got on her mama's lap and basically said, excuse me. Yep. Time for and she no told peace. the interviewer, <laughs> she told the in- interviewer that the booba or whatever she goes, she has like a nickname for it. Booba makes her sleep. I know that's right. Which her mom also like kind of alluded to prior to that. Yeah. Like she likes she, was, she said, you know, she likes a little snack. My daughter eats steaks and fries. On, but every now and then she likes a little snack, <laughs> meaning her titty. <laughs> and so Chanel was off to the side listening to people discuss her and her taste, yeah. literally. <laughs> and she decided to step in a frame and was like, it helps me sleep. Since y'all are talking And the about interview anyway. was like, List, right. And she promptly was like, understood. And she left. And I was like, you know what, Chanel? Clear it. Absolutely. I know Fine. That's right. Clear it. Clear it. Chanel said, let me tell you something, bitch. I know after as many of you motherfucking slew mouth ass bitches out here fucking <laughs> taking um indica and microdosing shrooms and well, and fucking well, cbd and all this well. other shit to get to sleep i can't have a titty i can't have a titty Dread. but you can have uh, uh you can have all of the alizé that your heart content Correct. but i can't have a, a five-year-old titty and i was like you know what chanel you're right i don't have anything else to say no. i'm so sorry i disturbed you right <laughs> me like, and my red wine are gonna stay girl. over here in our business <laughs> listen chanel told me to shut my fat ass up and it was good for her. <laughs> and what did you do then? I shut my fat I, ass up. I did what I was told to do. Because it was... <laughs> I mean, it's true that like extended breastfeeding does come with a lot of different health benefits. Like, I bet Chanel not allergic to nothing. I bet she not. <laughs> Listen. And and breast milk is like a... I mean, it's kind of like a miracle thing that happens. Your body changes if your, ba- if your child is sick and the breast milk provides all this other stuff and... You know, all that five is a little bit old, but <laughs> and I mean, I'm being kind by saying a little bit, but also when it comes right down to it, this is none of my business and I don't really care. And if Coco likes wow. being a walking on demand tap for her daughter, then so be it. <laughs> I mean, them titties ain't sagging. I, mean, I was going to say, if anything, she is definitely keeping them up. Like, I don't know if that's regular yeah, visits or if. If she waiting for Chanel to be done, then she's just going to get the whole overhaul. But either way, like, 
You hit the nail right on the motherfucking head. You and your like, child are not happy, so all right. <laughs> entirely certain I get it. But your baby happy, you happy. I don't see this as being harmful to me or anyone else. Yeah, no. Okay. It's not like she's going to be 15 years old talking about she wants some breast milk. Because <laughs> Coco was fully like, when my baby tells me that she's good on the on the nip, yeah. I'm good on the nip. And it will come a time where Chanel will be like, not only am I good, what the fuck was wrong with you that you wouldn't tell me to go sit somewhere down and have a juice and chill? Right, like right before they watch Love and Hip Hop, she's going to be like, remember last week when you were still letting me suck milk out your titties? What was that about? <laughs> I'm in fourth grade. Her homegirl's going to invite her to the mall and she's going to be like, okay, I just, I just let me eat real boost, quick before right? I go out. I just need a little, a little sippy sip. They be like, girl, like we can just go eat at the court at, at the food court. They don't got like, this at the food. They got a Cajun grill and everything. They do not. Yeah, but you know I'll be wanting some fresh milk. What? <laughs> <laughs> you know, my mama just <laughs> I'm clocking like other like nine, ten year old kids being right. like, What? But a five year old, especially if she's like ready to go to bed or wants to soothe herself somehow, I'm right. not shocked that she's like, It's titty time. I don't fucking care. And the rest of y'all can go somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, well, I don't give a shit. Of all yeah, the things she could like, be doing, she could be leaving that child alone with a pack of hot dogs talking about mommy be back. So... Can we dive <laughs> directly in? So I, She could I tell that little it. girl to powder her own Easy Mac and fuck <laughs> off. <could>. Like, <laughs> like while she go to some hot part. Right. right. Like, like some of y'all. So, I don't need to understand it to respect it. Yeah. I don't think that that is going to harm that child. I'm sure she'll be fine. Yeah. And honestly, like I said, like, probably healthier than all I'm of us, honestly. To, I'm not going to lean into whatever weird understanding of the way that, you know, we should behave socially. I'm not going to lean into this understanding that's existed long before I, that I don't even know where all the parameters come from. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't affect me. None of my goddamn business. Because when I look at a lot of y'all trying to form. <laughs> strong <laughs> opinions based on those Lord. very same things, that very same logic, those very same standards and stuff. I'm like, wow, you sound fucking stupid. So, mm-hmm. you know, Coco. And some of y'all probably could have like, used some extended breastfeeding or some breastfeeding maybe. at all. So, maybe. Yeah. Again, in the grand scheme of things, this is not hurting nobody. So, <laughs> let Coco and Chanel have their moment. And, you know, I just realized. Yeah, what they did there. And during. Yep. Yeah. It was this week <laughs> that I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Wow. How adorable is that? Yep, sure did. It. it works. It Only works. for her daddy to have completely stamped that face, child. Because, <laughs> baby. where that is young iced tea, child. That is little <laughs> iced. It is. That is little tea. And you better know it. Well, folks, um, that is about it for this week in Hot Tops. We're going to go ahead and take a break. When you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from nine to five before exploring with ease from five to nine because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. 
everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Right after we dive directly into... No way. Hey! Fury! Of course you weren't getting out of it this week. Are you fucking crazy? We have to talk about the magic and the majesty that is Jamaica. Yeah. When I brought him up earlier. As I wake, I see blessings all on me. Shine us some pockets up on F. All right. Saying us some stresses up on E. I can't believe it, no. Where is my This I want my mother conceive. She didn't tell me if it bit up as when it can be. Send me now, me a dip prodigy on the country. I love this song. This week in Sports Shorts, we're going to talk about Three Jamaican individuals, women specifically, that cleared all of you bitches that thought you could run okay. during the Olympics. Yes. You can't. You cannot. Um, bronze, silver, and gold, all Jamaican, all woman, the 100-meter dash. Get into it. Not only did Jamaican women absolutely clear this sportastic event, but Elaine Thompson-Hara herself... Broke Flojo's 33-year-old Olympic record in the 100 meter, mm, yeah. crossing the line in 10.61 seconds, as opposed to Flojo's 10.62. Close, almost, but almost doesn't count. As Dorian's sister said, yeah. yeah. So listen. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Elaine cleared it. Followed yeah. by an icon we discussed, Shellyanne Fraser Price, Elaine's rival. She beat uh, Shelly by uh, 0.13 seconds, and Sherika Johnson snatched the bronze at 10.76. Yeah. All Jamaican, Jamaican. all of the blood all clot the time. And listen, this was the first Jamaican sweep for women. Since the Beijing Games okay. in 2008, which may have been a little bit more overshadowed by one nigga by the name of Usain. Right. Who also had the nerve to have the last name Bolt, as if he wasn't already incredibly fast. Okay. <laughs> well, Shelly Shelly Ann Fraser Price finished on top at those Beijing Games. She's completed the Olympics at at the 100-meter dash, she's got two gold medals already, a silver and a bronze. Listen, the girls are absolute champions. Absolute champions. They race their motherfucking asses off, broke all kinds of records, and yet you bitches 
want to try and focus on the fact that maybe two of these girls didn't like one of the other one and like oh you can tell that Shellyanna and Sherigo don't see it for Elaine they're not friendly they weren't all dapping each other up I want you guys to understand I'm looking at you Yahoo Sports oh. and everyone else who was was pressed about this. Okay. I want you to understand that that is misogyny. The fact that these hardworking, incredibly unbelievable athletes can't simply be celebrated for the records they broke, the achievements that they made, the work that they did, and rather y'all want to reduce it to some fucking Laguna Beach-ass Viacom CBS bullshit where it's like, oh, look, they clearly aren't friends. Honey, who the fuck cares all three of the medals are going back to the island of jamaica bitch be pissed about it they're competitors they don't have to like each other they're not triplets bitch they don't have to be friends why every single time women do some shit you got to be like well not like this other world you can see that you always have to make it into potomac there's a time and a, a place for that and it's not at the fucking olympics suck a dick move around shout out to all of the jamaican women uh, who cleared it because the run and um, um, uh, legs, um, ha- hamstrings, hamstrings, and wow. honestly, you know, truthfully, a proper diet of jerk and ackee and salt fish and maybe a little bit of breadfruit, you know, can go a long way. And so clearly these. Um, these individuals had people cooking for them and seasoning food that matters um, and is is important and lends to the the fact that they can run and dash wow. so quickly yeah. with effort without effort and um, speed <laughs> as well as um, athletes. I mean, the race was really over as soon as it started. Um, as someone who I'm sure watched it live. Yeah. Um, Me? Yeah, yeah of I, course. What, what, were you th- what were your thoughts? Just seeing the incredible talent lining up and, you know, but also feeling such a strong connection to Jamaica. How did you feel at the beginning of the race? Yeah, at the beginning of the race, I was just like, Wow. Energy, <laughs> speed, yeah. and um, excitement. Yep. All that. Yep. And also, like, oxtail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I was also like running, <laughs> cool running. <gasps> Next question. Wow. <laughs> I don't have a Next question. question. I actually don't have a question. I've been over here the entire time wondering how I did not see this coming. Like when I brought it up, when you said something during Black Excellence or whenever it was, and I said, oh yeah, speaking of Jamaica, I don't know how. It did not occur to me that you would be doing this to me right now. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't see that coming. But. I'm sorry. If Jamaica exists, right. there is a running competition. Mm-hmm. We're going to be mentioned. I love it, actually. And it, we're going to be mentioned because we won. I mean, and that's fine. I truly do love it for the for the Jamaican ladies. Very happy for Elaine and breaking Flo Joe's record. Like, 
I love to see black girls doing shit and and being dominant and being incredible. So it was just amazing to see all three of them draped in their flag and the Elaine girl was just so I mean that's true it is a gorgeous flag and she was just so hype and I mean honestly the speed of it all like the whole race was over in 11 seconds bitch it was over I mean you really (laughs) have to understand that these people are running 100 meters like in 11 seconds and in less time than it takes me to unwrap a a Wendy's burger (laughs) these bitches are done with a whole ass race bitch I can't even get my shoes on that fast what you mean first of all I'm not making it to 100 period (laughs) at all I'm not I'm not finishing don't even ask me about that don't even I'm I'm like okay and when does the relay part start when do I pass the baton because I know y'all don't yeah. think I'm running this whole thing and all these bitches was done in 15 seconds all of them like from start to finish they was all done but, I'm not passing anything in fact I'm gonna sit down and you can just come get yeah, it yeah it was it was an incredible race and yeah happy for those girls and happy for you happy for all the Jamaicans across the world absolutely shout out to all of the family and also the Olympics where they do sports Mm -hmm. because that's what we talk about here on kids fury sports shorts because it's something that i'm passionate about and i take very seriously and what a stage to have um sporting of all kinds um running jumping yeah balling yeah swimming Mm -hmm. um the girls shoot things. The Americans are very good at that. Oh, oh um, God, that's actually sad. <laughs> oh, God. All kinds of stuff. Lying, probably for the niggas. All kinds of Multiple Olympics, families, so. if we doing all that. Yes. How many kids and wives do you have at yes. the same time? They can answer quickly. <laughs> the infidelity uh, category is very strong this year for niggas. Um, but yeah, you're welcome, guys. I just wanted to catch you up on some of the Thank things you. that's been going Thank on so in much. terms of the running children. There's been so much between Jamaica and wow. America and um and uh, uh, Canada. Uh, Alice, Canada had Canada, a couple of hours in the race. Yeah. Tokyo and Rye mm. Benjamin. And Allison. Oh, I think Italy had somebody win who was like a nigga. (laughs) His daddy was some black American, but his mama was Italian. So, and uh, France. All right, so that's it for hot. uh, Look at at God, and then we'll (laughs) um, other things. All right. Okay, we're back, folks. It's time to read your listener letters. It is. Send your questions to asktherita at gmail.com. We may read them aloud on the show. Um, it is a gay nigga week on the read. <clears throat> oh, no. And our, fir- <laughs> and our first letter comes from Apollo, who says, I'm a 30-year-old black man in a relationship with a man who is in his mid-40s and is Latino. When we started dating, we were both living in Dallas, working and living our normal lives. The sex was always great, but we also bonded over our shared taste in music and political interests. I kind of looked up into him. I kind of looked up to him a little bit since he was older and more established. When he broke up with me, I was pretty devastated, but I moved out of state for a better job and started building a new life. 
After a year, we were talking and he admitted that he made a big mistake in breaking up with me. I was still so in love with him. And so after about a week of us talking, we decided that I would immediately quit my job and move back to Dallas to be with him. I am a hopeless romantic. And I was excited to be moving. Like a penny for... with a hole in it. <laughs> and I was excited to be moving for love. We've been living together for about a month now. And now he says that he wants me to break, to move out. He insists that this is not a breakup, but he thinks that we're moving too fast. Financially, I can afford to live on my own, but I can't help but wonder if he's just planning to end things with me again. Do y'all think it's possible for two people who were in a relationship and living together to move out and continue the relationship? Or is this just his way of getting me out of his house before he dumps me again? Is it completely ridiculous for me to hope that we can continue our relationship going? Thanks, Apollo. He moved for love. Go away from me with this. <laughs> Apollo. Go away from me with this, Apollo. What the fuck do you think? <laughs> this nigga essentially told you to get the fuck out. After a month. One month. Now, I don't know why the fuck you were in there in the first place, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Besides, you know, cuddles. <laughs> cuddles are, you know, I mean, um, tempting. Especially, you know, with everything that's been going on. Yeah. With the Pansy and Crow Live-in dick is very appealing. Yep, it is. It's important. Yeah. Cardi to call off her divorce. I mean, I feel it. I really do. Not many people to call off the divorce. So, there's that. But if after a month, this nigga told you to pack your things and please, you know, hit the red line. I would just go ahead and tell you at that point to just call it the way that we see it, at the least. I think that you see it as well, which is um, he's just not that into you, sis. And that's okay. Mm. That's perfectly fine. And on top of that, if he's trying to play the whole, like, we're not breaking up. We're just, we just need speed. You just got to get out of my house. (laughs) Bet. That means I'm going to go back to my own space or whatever, and we can keep fucking and I'm going to be dating in the meantime. And then I'm going to go and find somebody else that I want to completely convert this ass or dick or whatever the fuck it is your transaction looks like. I'm going to go ahead and go and do that over there since you're over here playing games. Boom. Like, what I'm saying to you is get out, move. That's, you know, that, that part's not negotiable. Mm-hmm. But you leave. And, you know, um, I would say remove your eggs from the basket. You know, I'll keep the basket there until it's gone or whatever, I guess, if you want to. But take your eggs out. Sit back on your eggs until you find <laughs> somewhere else. But what am I fucking talking about? It makes Like, I sense. just, like, lose my fucking Mm-mm. self in an analogy sometimes. And it's like, It makes complete come back. sense. Nope. We got it, though. We with you. We feel it. Nest your eggs, bitch, until you find someplace else that's safe. To, to to put them because they're not safe where they're at right now and that's completely the fuck fine don't allow this motherfucker to play you while also play you to the side while also doing it with this like privilege of access to you and privilege of like 
You know what I mean? Where you get to just kind of like have you where I want you, but I'm also like not being honest with you and letting right. you go. Like if the dick is good or you enjoy their company and you're not entirely fully ready to let them go, then I understand that. And that means that you can go ahead and do that while you have your ice cream over here. You can have your cake. Mm. But I would, and I think Crystal would likely agree, do so in reality, which is that Always. this is done. Yeah. This is this is a wrap. You know what I mean? This is you're at you're at the scraps of that situation, and that's okay. Right. I am even if he doesn't break up with you, I think you should start moving as if this relationship is over. That. And really, you should be asking yourself why you were willing to give up your job and your new friends and like the new life you were building for yourself in this city for a nigga you had not talked to in a year who broke up with you. And then after a week of being back in contact, being like, yeah, I will abandon all of that to go back to Dallas for a man who already told me he didn't want me. Yikes. Like, I think you really need to, I think that's probably something you need to bring up with um, a trained mental health professional that you have a relationship with because um, something about that ain't curling all the way over for me. Also, this man is, a good somewhere I would guess between 12 and 16 years older than you. Um, oh yeah. I forgot about that. So, you know, a man in his mid forties should at least know what he wants. And so if he's telling you to move out after you've been in, well, that's why I said should, the should is very important. Oh well, yeah. Word. <laughs> he should know what he wants. And so if he's telling you to move out after a month, then I would not move out with like the hopes that we can still build something and ride away on our white horses into the sunset like a fucking Cinderella, some princess bullshit. I don't even know what, but like, no. I think you should take this opportunity to move the hell out. Decide if you want to stay in Dallas or if you want to go somewhere else. Are you still on good terms with your old job? Can you maybe get that back? Can you get your apartment back? You've only been gone for a month. Um but I would not be, if I were you, I would not set up my life or make any kind of arrangements with the idea that like this person is going to be a part of my future. I think you need to completely let go of that altogether because now he done fucked you over twice. The first time you you could not possibly have like really seen it come in or like, you know, this hurts, breakups suck, blah, 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 whatever. But like you had done a good job of taking care of yourself. You were on your way to like really being completely over it and you know focusing on yourself getting your own self together so I think that's what you need to do now now that he has told you oh yeah thought it would be a good idea but now I want you out of my house I think you really need to focus on what you want and what would be good for you independent of him stop factoring him into your decisions please honestly it sounds like you're not even really the type that should be in the position of, oh, I'm going to do this and that. Mm-hmm. Like, the mere fact that you're even asking what to do in a situation like this to right. me kind of tells me that you probably should move out and then just cut off contact and go on about your business. Yeah, I definitely like, don't think it, you should still be sleeping with him. I don't think that's a yeah, good idea at all. I'm thinking about it, it, it doesn't mm-hmm. even really sound no. like you'd be able to manage that successfully. <laughs> right. This person sounds incredibly manipulative. Um, and it's likely best that you just go ahead and gather your things and move out and enjoy being single and uplifting yourself and reintroducing yourself to all of the things that are fly about you and then getting back in the dating pool. 
there's time. There's just a little bit of space um, to go ahead and, and try and figure that shit out, especially in Dallas, because Lord knows Texas niggas, right. especially Dallas and Houston. Yes, please. I mean, so I would definitely say Houston is <laughs> something about them Negroes from Houston that Yes. Whew, just really do something for me. So I yes. understand, but um, this man don't deserve to have any more like significant influence in your life. And I just yeah. want you to choose yourself and your own happiness over whatever he got going on. Like really focus on you. And I get that, you know, loneliness is real. I really do understand that. If the pandemic ain't taught me shit else, it has taught me that like, I finally understand all these feelings y'all have been having and they're garbage. <laughs> wow. <laughs> they are really terrible. So I understand, but th- those can't be what like drives your behavior and they can't be what keeps you in a shitty situation knowing that you deserve better than that. So yeah, um, let this nigga go and hopefully you find your own joy and happiness um, and good luck to you. Uh, we have a quick question here from Ashley who wants to know if you're, if, oh, have we talked about All-Stars already or before All-Stars 6? Have you been catching up? Not really. Have you been yeah. watching All-Stars though? I have. Any thought, Ashley wants to know if you have any thoughts or who are, who are you are rooting for to make it to the very end? This season is ass. Oh, damn. You don't like it. Like, I am fully... Um, locked into the redemption of Raj O'Hare and uh, okay, Kylie Sonique Love. <laughs> I'm really a big fan of what they've both been bringing in terms of reintroducing themselves to everyone and stuff like that. I've always known Trinity to be sickening, um, but that's also great. Um, but I'm just like, I think I'm the shenanigans, the behind the scenes shenanigans. I just like, first of all, it feels like RuPaul's let's just drag Ginger Minge to the end, right? Mm. And I'm good. Like, I honestly feel like they're shaping her up to win All Stars, and I don't buy it, but I'll cross that bridge if we get to it. Um, because she should have went home the moment that she walked in. Oh damn! The mom that shit that she had in when she had on when she walked into the workroom on the first episode. <laughs> Someone should have politely grabbed her on the shoulder, turned her around, oh, and Lord. pushed her right back. Now I have to Google it real quick because I can't remember, and that's my own fault. Hideous, absolutely <laughs> foolish, and disgusting. Um, <laughs> the fact that it comes up in the suggested shit on Google. <laughs> And, like, her joke is, like, oh, "Oh, I'm the glamour toad. So, like, but where's, like, Bobby Dragon said, where's the glamour? Well. When I think glamour toad, I think of a toad that has on, like, a Vera Wang. Yeah, like, bedazzled shit. (laughs) This is ugly. Yeah. Damn. Oh, okay. So, I don't buy it. I already feel like I know where they're going with this, but we'll see. I've just been incredibly underwhelmed. The choices of, like, 
assassins or lip sync assassins that they've had for some of these pairings have been questionable. The fact that they put Manila Luzon to go up against Kylie to only get fully stamped (laughs) to me was ridiculous. Manila should have gone up against Ginger and they should have had Kylie go up against like Laganja or somebody else. I don't know, but okay. I'm just waiting for it to be done at this point. I really don't even... Honestly, I, as, as far as a winner goes, Raja, Kylie, Trinity, those would be my choices. But I honestly feel like they're going to give it to Ginger Minch and whatever. <sighs> okay. Well, I mean... We like, the see. fact that y'all bitches were like, that Pink Table Talk episode where they were like, oh, Trinity, Akira, Eureka, you guys were the best group. But Ginger Minch wins. What? <laughs> like, why? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And they never explained why. They didn't say they why. They didn't say so. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And that was like the second or third day. The Super Bowl shit where she was Fergie. Keep it. I'm just watching Yikes. at this point because I ain't got shit else to watch, really. I'm watching that and I'm just catching up on everything else that I haven't been watching in the background. So like right now, I'm halfway through Stranger Things 3. Just trying to get acclimated to the things I've been missing. Okay. And then watching Drag Race and being pissed in the meantime. Because what are y'all fucking doing? What are y'all fucking doing? Yikes. What are y'all doing? What are you doing? Sitting around pissing I know it's not off. RuPaul's fault. Because RuPaul ain't doing nothing but approving stuff on the outside and then showing up to set. <laughs> they put him in his stuff. He picks out the suit that he's wearing from his collection and he says things. That's true. So I want to know who the rest of you white right. people. All the other white people will be on stage with him at the Emmys every motherfucking year. They win something. It's a couple of y'all that are out here pulling the gag and the Ooh, bullshit. Well. I'm over it. And it is a pack of whites up there with him getting that Emmy every year. It is. <laughs> so Ginger Minj is fine. I think she's funny. I understand that the show is like, oh, like really your biggest asset is the ability to make RuPaul and the other judges laugh. If you can do that, it's smooth sailing. Mm-hmm. Really. But really, that's it? Because Ginger, anyway, everybody have a good time. Oh, okay. Well, um, all right. I accept that. And um, I mean, well, I mean, what, what else? What else can be done yeah. about it? <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, good luck, Drag Race. Um, our last letter comes from Mark, who says, this is about one of my ex best friends who I've known for 15 years. We had a Joan and William type of relationship. Me, a gay, and her, a straight. Yes. Now, this took me out because William was <laughs> not gay. Yeah, I wasn't like... And I just okay. love how the gays have decided that he was because I also got very strong homosexual vibes from William. And then I'm there was insane. that time when they like forced the relationship and it was weird. I hated it. And it should not have I hated happened. that whole era. I hated it. I love that Mark decided that he and his BFF... <laughs> Were this so, but I also hated when Moesha and Hakeem were dating. Ew. Oh, I didn't hate that at all. Oh, I was red. Oh, but you know, I wanted to be Moesha, I wanted to yeah. date Hakeem. I had a crush on Hakeem, I did. Damn I mean, many sure of us did. did, but like they didn't, that didn't know. Ew, it didn't make sense to me. Mm, I mean, over Q, it still doesn't now listen. Hakeem and Q, I mean, not Hakeem. <laughs> Although I'm sure Not a lot of y'all just wanted because, that, like, Moesha and Q, Q was trade. Because I never found Q to be like I did. I enticing. loved his stupid ass. Oh, I did. Personally, I always thought Moesha was a fool for running up behind him. And I thought that like her 
I thought that she was enamored by Q because he had a, an East Coast accent. Yeah, and she was from like exactly Lawson. Exactly. <laughs> um, I've completely felt her. But just the way that not only the way that the type of niggas that she constantly fell for, but also just the way that she treated Hakeem and spoke to him was like, why are you even attracted to her? Mm. I barely understood why most of them stayed friends with that bitch. To be honest with. I mean, so Moesha definitely had a mo- lot of moments where she was like, Hakeem, why are you poor? <laughs> like, literally, <laughs> like, I'm breaking into his house to figure out why his lights ain't on. Why are there what no is wrong with you, girl? Home? Go how to come, bed. How you come free? you eating over here? Bitch, you ain't got no lights and you hungry. What you think is going on at home? Hakeem, I noticed that every day during lunch, you count the two nickels you have in your pocket rather than getting food. So I decided to break into your home to do some fucking research. <laughs> fucking weirdo. Like, okay, well, I mean, yes, but back to Mark and his Joan and William oh, yeah. friendship. Yeah, I forgot we were, yeah, whatever. So you gay. Uh, yeah, okay. Last year we had an argument about how she was feeling like I undervalued our friendship. She has long been insecure about the relationship between me and some of my other friends. And admittedly, I have been more open with them at times. I asked her plainly where this insecurity was coming from because we have talked about it and argued about it a million times. But nothing got resolved and she decided to stop talking to me as she'd done many times before. I knew this was temporary and eventually she'd come back. But this time I decided that our friendship should really end. Joan tried to reach out to me around the eight, around the eight month mark. Oh, I, so we're, we're just going with Joan. I mean, she didn't. <laughs> she Mark didn't give her a name, but I just, I just did that. Oh, so. even better. <laughs> I responded to her message, but since I still believe that the separation was for the best, I didn't really engage with her as I usually do. However, today I recognize how I contributed to our failed friendship and all the different ways that I made her feel insecure. I do want to apologize. But I don't necessarily want to repair our friendship because I feel like too much time has passed. And honestly, I feel a little embarrassed. We've missed a lot of milestones in each other's lives this past year. Like she had a baby and I wasn't there for that, Uh, which is huge. The way you just put that slid that in there. But yeah, (laughs) this is her third child. And I've never been there the way I should have been, even when things were good. And it just kind of made me feel like maybe I had started neglecting her when she had her first kid back when we were in undergrad. She's had her bad moments too, but I've also been self-centered and prideful. To top it off, now God is being messy by sending me dreams about her, and I don't know what to do. You gonna leave God like? <laughs> what would y'all? <laughs> what would y'all do in my situation? Would you apologize and take responsibility for being dismissive of a friend, even though it's been more than a year since you last spoke? Please help. I'm not sure what to do. Thanks, Mark. Mark, I'm going to be not you calling so God messy, <laughs> right? Oh God, messy boo, God sitting back like, why am I in it? Right, you see how they put me in it? I ain't even did nothing. I ain't even did nothing. <laughs> God did not see you them dreams, baby. Mark, what I'm going to tell you with the energy I've got left, twelve forty two a.m. I don't give a fuck about this. And you know, I think, what you need to do in this situation. Um, It's been a year 
This is not like Sophia Petrillo and her sister where they ain't speak for 30. Right. Oh, God. You could easily send this girl an email or a text and say, hey, girl. Shout out to you and your baby. Um, <laughs> Please do not say that. To maybe word it differently. <laughs> Probably should. Please say don't say that to this girl. <laughs> um, I was kind of fucked up in some of the way that I handled you, and I recognize Shout that now. And, <laughs> and I just wanted to apologize um, for. Not doing better, oh. having the tools likely to do better and 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 not doing so. I apologize. Um, I think that you can easily send her an email with that sentiment just to apologize to her um and get that off your conscience because it sounds like that's what's most important to you here. Mm. But I also think a very strong, very viable option is to leave this lady the fuck alone. And gotta say, I'm voting for that. Damn. (laughs) Yeah, I gotta say, I'm voting for that. If you feel like she might be holding on to some angst or whatever related to the way that you handled her, then yeah, maybe. Or if you just think it might be a nice thing to do. Again, a year is a while, but it's not like, Right. You know what I mean? It's not like you just like who is this person? Oh my god, I have no idea. Like, right? You can get over that if y'all you want can to. Easily, <laughs> yeah. It's not that crazy a, a stretch of time. I think you can reach out and just say, "Look, I should have done better, and I should have done differently." And just out of respect for you as a person, and then it's like someone who was a friend of mine at once. I just wanted to offer an apology to you, and I hope you're good. I think you can leave it at that. Simple. And mm-hmm. if you decide not to and you just don't reach out to her at all and pray that she's happy, I feel like that's fine too. So up to you, girl. But I like accountability. That's always nice. Yeah. And I think the fact that you've been having dreams about her is a sign of your guilty conscience, not God being messy. Just for the record. Right. Imagine. <laughs> like, imagine blaming God. <laughs> right. God is like in heaven with a paper like, it was all a lie. <laughs> she lied. <laughs> you guys, she lied. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I think that is your own guilty conscience. You said now you understand how you have contributed to like her feeling insecure and all that. And it is okay. I feel like I said this last week. But it's okay to change your mind once you have new information or a new understanding of something. So, like, if a year ago you felt like, whatever, this bitch tripping, blah, blah, blah. And now you're like, damn, I see how I made this worse. Like, there's nothing wrong with saying that to somebody. There's nothing wrong with clearing the air. And, you know, she said you said that she tried to say something like four months ago and you still kind of kept it real icy. Um, And she might feel that way now when you reach out and say something. And that's okay. Like. You don't have to reach out with the goal of like y'all being BFFs again. But I do think since y'all were friends for 15 years, I do think it's a good idea to say, hey, I've been doing some thinking lately 
And I realized how like some of my actions contributed to you feeling this way. And I just want to apologize for my part in our relationship breaking down because, you know, you were the Joan to my William and I'm going to make that a gay straight thing, even though it wasn't. And it meant a lot to me. (laughs) Mention Joan or William. But it meant a lot to me, you know, and I miss you. And I'm sorry that I did these things that, contributed to our relationship being the way it is and you know this lady has three kids one of them is a newborn so she might be kind of busy but um if nothing else i would take responsibility for what i have done so that the dreams stop like what what i would feel like i need to do is clear my conscience above all else so if i feel like in my heart i was wrong about something then i want to say something about it like i'm not gonna rest until i do yeah, I'm really loving the Telltale wig. <laughs> yeah, like go off the Telltale wig. Tormenting. What you. a classic tale. <laughs> yeah, you might have to just go ahead and get that off your spirit so you can yeah. sleep or whatever, I guess. Edgar Allan Poe, man, what a writer. But yes, um, you might want to let that go so that God can stop putting dreams in your consciousness. Yeah, so God can stop being nasty. <laughs> Um, and I get that you're embarrassed because it's been a year since y'all have spoken or whatever else, but a year in the grand scheme of things, especially a pandemic year, please, please. And like, girl, you were, if you were friends the way that you say that you were friends, who fucking cares? Get out of it. Y'all have one, you know, you have like one of these lives. Yep. Just one. And they aren't very long. And y'all be wasting so much motherfucking time on really stupid shit. Like you said something about like again, like changing your mind. You yeah, know that you're allowed. You may one of the things that like, and you're supposed when I was to very young. Exactly. When I was very young, one of the things my pastor said that stuck out to me when I was in church and actually paying attention oh, was yeah. like people act like God can't and won't change His mind. So why? Oop. Well, can't I? Me, a regular human. Yeah, me feeling one way about something, having information or receiving information about that thing and then feeling different about it. It's not a sign of weakness. It's just human. It is. It's just you being a person. It is. And it's a good thing. It means thing. your things are working. Yep, it means your things, it means are, your working. things are working. It does. <laughs> like, it means your things are working. Y'all are strange. I don't understand. I, I hate it here. But yeah. I would probably send, like, a nicely worded email or something, just owning up to the shit and taking responsibility and apologizing and leaving it at that. And whether she responds to you or not, again, this sounds more like so you can get some sleep and you've admitted that you don't really care to be, like, homies like that anyway. Right. So. If y'all are in a good enough spot for a FaceTime, then I would I would FaceTime this because I think it helps a lot for people to see your facial expressions. Definitely. Um, Definitely. But there's nothing wrong with reaching out. And if she's not receptive, then she's not receptive. Same way she reached out to you four months ago and you were not really receptive. You kept it cute, but you weren't really open to it. So, you know, just just trust that being honest about your feelings and expressing remorse is enough for right now. And things will work themselves out for y'all's relationship if they're supposed to be worked out. Yeah. And before you know it, 23 year old drama, I was I mean. But they've been friends for 15 years, so it's, you know, they're probably in their 30s by now. But, 
You know, it probably won't be too long before you watching her kids on FaceTime while she in there cooking hamburger helper or something, being a mama. I was about to say, right, in front of the skillet and the fucking phone. <laughs> right. And here you go homework. yelling at kids in the background and shit, telling them to get their ass off that coffee table. You know, you who knows? So, but reach out. You will never go wrong by apologizing when you know you need to apologize. Yes. Regardless of how the other person takes it, right? Do it for you so that you can stop blaming God for these dreams. Yeah, because I I want you to. I want you to stop. I want you to know, Mark, I screamed when I saw that you blamed God for these dreams. I really did. I said, wow. Call God messy. (laughs) And call God messy. I think that might have something to do with the problems. Like God was uh, Andy Cohen <laughs> and inserting right. these dreams into your storyline to fuck with you. Wait. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. No, that's not how that works. That's <laughs> yeah, not. That isn't that. So, um, but good luck to you and your Joan as y'all um, work through your issues. And if, if you, everyday other listener, has a question for us, please send it to asktheread at gmail.com. We may read it aloud on the show. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It is time now for the read. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I just... You already know. <laughs> you already know. All right. So part two, Electric Boogaloo. Um, I want for the baby to use all of that energy he uses in all of his visuals and performances and stuff to go on a Minecraft-like journey where he will build a raft. Okay. Out of, you know, things he finds. Maybe, we'll say Animal Crossing. I fuck. Oh, okay. Now I get it. Now I know what Animal Crossing okay, ass. Okay, okay. Stardew Valley. Craft yourself a raft. Okay. Okay. I don't care if you pick some nuts and berries to go with that raft for a snack. But I want you to build a raft. Take it to the closest body of open water. And sail into the fucking sunset. Leave all of your devices here so that we never have to hear from your ass. Just beat it. Yeah. Just go. Go away and take Clifford with you. Both of you niggas can maki dada on your bamboo boat <laughs> right to hell. Because I really, I'm, I'm, Woo! I'm confused. Why are we still doing this? Why are we still doing this? So, the Bebe's kids and his team... Um, finally, I guess, hired a new publicist. I don't believe that. Who today, either they got a new publicist or the publicist that they had came back to work. The, I, I refuse to believe an actual trained publicist wrote this. I refuse to believe it. It's so bad. Someone... <laughs> 
gave us a post on the baby's page after a week full of doubling down, tripling down, yep. attack on attack on shade on shade. Mm-hmm. Now we have this fucking... It's not even an iOS press release, so that's how you know it's really serious because they didn't even use the notes app. They really got this motherfucking white font on a black background looking like every episode of Drag Race with Sherry Pie in it. So here's what it says. Social media moves so fast that people want to demolish you before you even have the opportunity to grow, (laughs) educate, and learn from your mistakes. As a man who has had to make his own way from very difficult circumstances, Having people I know publicly work against me, knowing that what I needed was education on these topics and guidance, has been challenging. I appreciate the many people who came to me with kindness, who reached out to me privately to offer wisdom, education, resources. I feel myself slowly dying. Yep. Like with each breath. Yep. That's what I needed, and it was received. I want to apologize to the LGBTQ plus community for the hurtful and triggering comments I made. Again, I apologize for my misinformed comments about HIV, AIDS, and I know education on this is important. Mm. Love to all. Mm. God bless. Do you know that? Duh, baby. Do you and know no that? actual caption because he didn't write our Yeah, comments off and all that. Yeah, because marketing. Yep. Um... Come get this. I don't care about this. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, bitch? Are you like, this is the route that y'all decided that you wanted to go on after all of this goddamn time? You wanted to say, well, actually, it's y'all's fault for being mad and so quickly mad that you wanted to drag me for saying stuff that is so basically and obviously fucking Stupid and counterproductive and damaging and antiquated as fuck. You wanted for, I I actually, you would have been a good person if you would have taken your time and sang me a lullaby first and made me milkies and cookies before you came to educate me on the ways that I am fucking stupid as fuck. That's what you're, that is what this Apollo lie is essentially saying. Why are y'all so mad rather than being nice to me and sending me links to show that actually HIV won't kill you in three weeks. As if we were stuck in some fucking episode of the facts of goddamn life or family matters or some other fucking sitcom in the 80s, bitch. Like somebody needed to explain to you how the fucking virus works in 2021. You fucking ignorant, stupid fuck. You dumb bitch. Further the fuck more, you really want anybody to grasp on to this fucking wicked ass attempt at an apology, bitch, when you spend all week talking about some, well, I don't see what the goddamn problem is. I got plenty of gay fans. They just ain't faggots and they ain't nasty and they don't have AIDS and they don't suck dick in parking lots. They have to go down to the Mondrian when they want to suck a dick. But now, now that someone, I guess, has soothed common sense into your brain with, I guess, a 12-step program, because that's what you needed. 
You need someone of the easy win to common fucking sense. Now we get a legit apology. Let me tell you something. Mm. Collect this and the rest of your shit and beat feet, bitch. I don't want to hear about nothing. Like, I'm so good. So good. So good. Here's the gagger for me. And it's really the full stop. We don't need you, bitch. Well... We don't need you, There's your music that. that sounds like a whole bunch of bootleg tracks from Yoshi Story, your fucking Wii U beats, and the rest of your fucking Super Smash Brothers ass music with all them unnecessary flutes and shit. Like, yes, you can make things rhyme. Or and all of this. Are you a talented rapper? Well, we won't miss you. Yep. You have a distinct voice, and you have a penchant for adding a Phineas and Ferb like chaos to every goddamn thing that you do. Where you want to build roller coasters and fireworks and motherfucking underground railroads in all of your verses and beats. You're a spectacle, but a spectacle is not talent. Okay? A spectacle can be lucrative. But the difference is that a spectacle without talent is not sustainable. And that is the wall that you're hitting right now. The end of your sustainability. But we're done. We're good. And you probably could have lasted a little bit longer because the gag is the children were already a taste over you, hun. Well, even prior to this, the ones that were super still into you are the, are the, the kids that still, for whatever reason, want to fuck you. And they're still fighting as pathetic as it may be. To, like, for your rights to be ignorant, I guess. Mm. But for most of us, like, we were kind of over it. And then you tried to play in Megan's face. Come out here, bring somebody out here that shot her ass and act like we shouldn't give a fuck about that. Pay that no mind. And then after attacking women, people with HIV, AIDS, and gay people all together yep. came back and was like, this is your problem, bitch. The, like, I don't even understand why y'all are mad because you weren't there. Like, you don't even have the right to have an opinion on this because you didn't risk uh, the Delta variant to come out and listen to me be fucking stupid in person. So why are you even talking about it? That was your legitimate logic. But like, why and would now, I do that? <laughs> Why? Why would I do that though, sister? When the whole thing is online, why would I do that? Now, but now that your baby want a new uh, Cuban link and a juicy juice and all of the girls are dropping you, mm. it's like, okay, well, let me shut up. Not only because you need money, but all of these people around you who make money from you making money want you to shut up as well. Well, so here we are now with this very, very poorly crafted statement. I mean, why did you just keep saying fuck everybody? Like you did 17 goddamn times. This bitch came out of nowhere talking about some, responded to Quest Love talking about, I'm gonna be honest, I don't even know who this is. Yes, you do, bitch. Yes, you do. Yeah, you do, you bitch. Exactly and not just because you performed with him, but because he's Quest Love, ho. You know exactly who the fuck that is and the roots. And you're trying to be funny and you're trying to be cute. Then the girl got to be like, it doesn't matter. I don't give a fuck how you feel about it because I'm gonna get to the media and everybody else hopping on the dick like right after this. That ain't going in press. You responded to that shit like everybody's just using the LGBTQ community because the rest of their pieces ain't hitting. How? The only reason that Questlove mentioned you is because people were asking him prior to this what his his summer festival would look like if he could do it the way that he wanted to do it. That nigga has music festivals that you cannot be booked at. There we go. <laughs> 
The fuck? Did, what are you? He has one of the most successful music and arts festivals on the planet. On top of constantly being booked, still in the with the root. Like, what are you talking about, bitch? Well, come get your things, box your shit up, and beat it. Well, just go. The gag for me is that Fifty Cent ain't shit. <laughs> shit. You came out here flexing, he flexing. Oh, yes, the doll has taken me under his powered wing. Kanan has adopted me, children, and y'all bitches ain't ready for this. What happened? Two smooth weeks later, two smooth weeks later, your career is just right at its end. And this nigga is over here promoting his 18 shows and his tequila. Because one thing about uh, as ignorant as 50 Cent was, I really don't think he would have got on, on no stage and said, shout out to everybody who's not dying of HIV. Yeah, experience. like... There was really no reason. There was You're really no moron. reason. You're a fucking moron. And the game don't need you mm-hmm. at all. So you can get missing. I really don't care. And honestly, as I said, I feel like you were halfway on your way out anyway because the jig was up. Um, But it is what it is. And I feel like this really is going to cut it. And the fact that y'all, rather than just taking ownership for it, Finally, which you just still got dragged for, not just because what you said was stupid and unprovoked and unnecessary, but again, because you kept coming back saying things that made it worse over and over and over again. So nothing you said was really going to do you a world of good here, but it is just incredible to me that the team was like, no, actually, it's all y'all's fault for not like pulling up a chair and a desk and singing to me in, you know, a schoolhouse rock-esque manner on on the ways that i should do better y'all are fucking ridiculous let's move on over to ti why are you still here wait i didn't even know that dumb bitch said something again why are you still here? what did he oh lord let me google it let me google it he got back on his instagram live oh no because lord knows he like lost a ton of bookings oh, himself Christ. i guess so never i'm mind. sure you ain't got shit else to do these days never mind <laughs> still trying to defend this nigga's right to be ignorant as fuck but it's not even just the defense of it, which to me is flabbergasting. The fact that any of y'all would defend what he said because it was just flat out like you really can't dance around the fact that, that it was just shit wrong, was girl. Stupid. It was just it, like everything about it was just wrong, <laughs> bad. But here we have Ti in a car on Instagram Live talking about, and I quote. Why do words cause such a visceral reaction that will lead to someone trying to attack, villainize, demonize, crucify, condemn, and, like, this shit is, like, now you bullying. Christ. How? I'm going to continue before I eat. Okay. okay. I'll just... All right. And then we'll pull all the okay. sandwich apart. All right. We all stood up on behalf of gays and lesbians and people in the gay community because we thought it was some bullshit for y'all to have to be bullied. But I don't think any of us did that to feel like you would now have the authority to come and bully us. This is where I'm going to stop. I'm actually just going to... We'll just use that. Mm. First of all, why do words cause such a visceral reaction that will lead to someone trying to attack, etc., etc.? The source, the source, the source, right? Clifford, I want you to keep this same energy when all of the fucking Fox News right wing 
fucking inbred conservative idiots say all of the anti-black shit that they say every single fucking day. Right. Keep that same energy when they do it. Why do their words cause such a visceral reaction from you, nigga, and everybody that you know, and the rest of us, as it should? Really? Now, because it's gays, it's gay people that we're talking about, we're doing the whole... It, they're just words. Why is it such a big deal? Furthermore, we all stood up on behalf of gays and lesbians Bitch. and people in the gay community? Bitch. When? I'm still waiting. <laughs> when? When was that? Was I comatose? Did I forget? Did someone lie to me? And now, Am I missing an era of my life? When did that happen? And now we're the bullies? <laughs> Yo, straight people are out their mind. Y'all really want to be white. It's incredible as hell. Y'all do. And like, <laughs> niggas like this, like Glasses Malone or whatever, talking about some, oh, Lil Nas X is a puppet of white supremacy. Even though he couldn't explain why. He just followed it up by saying, oh, he's corny. And he's corny. And that song is corny. Even though I liked it. And he's corny. White supremacy is not corny, bitch. Like, mm. it's far worse than just, I wish white supremacy was simply corny. Right. I wish it was just something goofy and not a right. thing we had to worry about. <laughs> it's not just, you know, like white niggas wearing Rasta tunics well, and getting dreads. That's corny. Justin Bieber having dreads and gold fronts is corny. White supremacy, it's a bit worse. Yep. A little bit worse than corny, I'd say. But furthermore, you know what I would argue as a puppet of white supremacy? You niggas, like, fervently fighting for your right to say any kind of wild, illogical, dangerous, damaging shit with no consequences. You really... T.I., the baby is not your cousin as far as I know. He is not your artist as far as I know. He's not your boyfriend as far as I know. Mm. Why are you jumping into a fire for him and the things that he said? Mm. Why defend what he said for any reason other than the fact that you feel like niggas, much like white men... Listen, white privilege and, like whiteness and supremacy is so ingrained in like Americana and the history of this country that y'all really can't disassociate that from like existing as a free American. Like you really kind of feel like as an American man, you should have, especially one with like money and power and access mm -hmm. that you should have like your, you know, white counterparts that want nothing but to see you extinguished. You should have the same rights as they do to just be completely destructive and damaging without any repercussion. And I don't understand why you're fighting so hard for that. Mm. Y'all bitches voted for Trump. Like, we're gonna have to just come <laughs> ahead and, and be like, like, Y'all can go ahead and do all of that. Like a lot of y'all did that rock the vote ass bullshit because it maybe got you a check or a little bit of, of of brownie points. But between like the taxes shit, which some of y'all just came full fledged out about, so many of you are so conservative and so Republican in your talking points. I I, I know you did, and if you didn't, I'm surprised you didn't. Yeah, because you sound just like them. Well. I want for you to shut the fuck up. And lastly, I find it really insane that so many blogs, magazines, 
websites labeled his comments as simply homophobic. And I actually feel like it is homophobic and there's misogynoir, like misogyny specifically to Black women. In all of these publications that have reduced his comments simply to homophobia. Because what that tells me is that, A, y'all are skipping over the fact that he also came for women when he was like, shout out to all of the women whose pussy just smell like water. As if any of y'all niggas know how a pussy works, how it's constructed, where the parts are, or how to make it nut. You bitches don't know anything about pussy. Meanwhile, talking about what it should smell like. But y'all skipped over that part because that's not affected. That's not offensive, even to plenty of you women. Or whatever. Yep. So what does that leave us with? Nigga sucking dick and HIV AIDS. And y'all still equate that disease to just gay niggas. And so... Which is really wild. It really is not lost upon me that essentially his comments for so many of y'all have just re- been reduced to, oh, he was attacking the gays because he was talking about nigga sucking dick and AIDS. And that's it. As if HIV AIDS doesn't affect everyone. Right. So a lot of y'all bitches need to tighten up as well in the way that you discuss this because he really what even the way when I listened to it eventually when I initially listened to it initially it didn't feel like he was just coming for gay people. I mean, like it felt like he was just unnecessarily attacking all kinds of people in the community, specifically black community. Um, so to me, the fact that y'all are finding it down to this is insane. And you're not going to continue to make it seem like the alphabet community came and are trying to ruin this man's career and do all that other stuff. Because from my perspective, when this happened, all of the queer people I follow, the people that I saw, were clearing him on all regards. The homophobic shit, the misogynistic shit, and the, like, ignorant shit as as it pertains to sexually transmitted diseases. All of it. But your favorite blogs that you really read when you should be working, and that it's, uh, like, it's magic to me that you're even still employed, many of y'all. Mm. But you're scrolling through your Instagram blogs, and they're all making it an LGBTQ plus problem. And now you're blaming us for this shit. I saw Madison post a comment from someone saying, some girl who was like, what he said wasn't even that bad. Y'all keep trying to force that community on oh, us. Girl, and then up. said, like, <laughs> I blame UTS Madison for starting this bullshit. What? I was like... For starting gay? <laughs> how the fuck is her involvement starting it when her involvement was a reaction? What? Like, Baby said that shit, girl. Maddie wouldn't have had shit to say if Baby had not said that dumb shit. Y'all are so fucking stupid. Yeah, y'all are. Y'all are really fucking dumb. And that nigga don't care about you either, sis. That's what you don't know. <laughs> if they, if it was up to all of these motherfuckers whose dick they all be gobbling up all the time, if they erased us, y'all would be next. They all, they hate you too. They hate you too. But again, you skimmed right over the way that yep. he came for y'all and just made this a gay thing because. You know, oh, yep, niggas do be sucking dick on the low and AIDS. Y'all are so fucking dumb. And all I want to say is that, like, for all of you fucking ignorant ass, crusty, dusty, smell and taste ass straight niggas that swear, like Tory Lane said recently, there's an attack on the black man's legacy. Girl, go to hell. What legacy? Be the change you want to see. Y'all don't have nothing. Y'all don't have nothing. You want for people to be quiet 
and leave you alone so bad? Be the change that you want to see, friend. Shut the fuck up. You shut up first. Mm. And I, I honestly feel like the rest would follow. Many of us wouldn't have much to say if you weren't constantly out here spitting garbage, bitch. Furthermore, when the black man's legacy is sincerely being discussed, Tory Lanez and the baby will be nowhere near the goddamn conversation as if we're going to skip over Huey P. Newton and James Baldwin and Malcolm X and fucking like Nikki Giovanni (laughs) and Michelle Obama and Rosa Parks. Even in the discussion of hip hop, we're going to be talking about Jay-Z. KRS-One. We're going to talk about Kendrick. We're going to talk about LL Cool J, bitch. We're going to talk about Rakim before we talk about you. The Tory Black Man's Lays? Legacy, your name's no. not coming up. <laughs> Tory Lanez For what? Kind of Remixing niggas. T-Pain songs? <laughs> Y'all are so full Ooh, of it. No. Nobody care. Don't nobody care about no, you, bitch. No, no. Mm-mm. Send that nigga back to Canada. Don't nobody care about you, bitch. At all. The black man's legacy, you will never be discussed. Ever. Because you don't matter. Not when it comes to the big picture of the black man at all. You motherfuckers bought a couple of watches and a couple of fucking expensive cars and got outside of yourself and really fucking think that you important. Bitch, nobody's gonna fucking care about even if you even if you weren't fucking Adam's apple deep in scandal. In a couple more years, nobody would fucking remember you, bitch, because you supply nothing. You supply nothing legitimate or or important. Yes, a couple of bops. Sure, a couple of things that we can groove to. So what? Who doesn't? How many rappers right now are doing it? It's white boys doing that. Jack Harlow is clearing a couple of y'all and writing his own shit. Oh, yeah. Like, you forget that we don't know that niggas have ghostwriters too. Y'all aren't special. You have no legacy. And bitch, if you did, your legacy would be nothing but disrespecting people and shooting women. You fucking idiot. Invest, bitch, the couple of coins that you have left. Get a rap snack. Because it's looking slim out here for you, bitch. I don't feel bad for none of y'all hoes. And that's it. I'm done. I'm done. Okay. Um, well, I um truly cannot think of anything else to add to that. <laughs> and, I don't know, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. I you know what really like blew me about the baby statement? Was that that nigga was like, I'm just trying to say, you know, people have been like plotting against me and seeing all these people say stuff about me, knowing that I really needed education or whatever else. That was like what that really fucked me up because it's like, since when have you given a fuck about education? The girls could have sat here and given you a play by play breakdown of everything you said and why it was wrong and why it didn't make no fucking sense and why you need to shut your little dumb ass up. And it would not have made a difference. You would have ignored Sweetie. it and kept laughing and making your videos. You would not have given a shit. They did. Yeah. <laughs> like, did. Yeah. Of, with, of all tones. Right. When it initially happened, 
You had fans of yours that were doing exactly what you claim nobody was trying to do, which was say, bruh, I love you. I'm a fan of yours. This is hurtful. Here's why. But you... We're paying attention to everybody who was clearing your motherfucking asses they should have been and dragging you. And you wanted to be like, oh, well, nah, fuck y'all. Y'all ain't going to talk to me any kind of way, bitch. I ain't worried about y'all. Y'all don't know anything. (laughs) And then came back and said shit that did you like you would have been better. And this is the thing that also blows my mind about this fucking apology and why it was even crafted in the first place. Besides the very transparent like attempt at trying to save whatever bookings they have left. Right. You came clear out of nowhere, like, all of y'all can suck my dick. I said nothing wrong, and you will die of AIDS, and the only people who are gay that deserve respect are the ones who I don't deem nasty. And now you coming out here talking about some, well, I don't understand why y'all can just be nice to me. Clearly, I was just lacking education. It's not... No, it's the, not... It just, is not the responsibility... Yes. ...of the oppressed. It is not the responsibility of marginalized peoples to educate you, bitch. You have Google in your pocket, and I'm sure you got more than one phone. Plus, your baby's got iPads. And Danny Lay's apparently got another one on the way, bitch. Right. So you, like, have no shortage of Siri and Alexa and the rest of the girls that can do the education. Listen, yeah. suck my dick. Suck it. The rest of y'all motherfuckers out here, T.I. talking about saying, oh, we, we standing up for y'all. When? When? When did T.I. ever do that? (laughs) When? Black trans women dying three times a motherfucking week. I haven't heard you say anything about it. I haven't heard you say one motherfucking name. Not near one of y'all. Not ever. Not But when the checks are affected, when the checks are on the line, then you want to act like you really give a fuck or you treasure your motherfucking gay fans. Then why were you so pressed about them sucking dick at a concert that wasn't your dick, bitch? Get the fuck up out of here. And the gag is... This really ain't going to stop no motherfucking show, especially because the Illuminiga will do everything they can to protect their own. You're fine. Yeah, you are. You're fine. But what, like, again, blows me is you could have came on the heels of this if you were going to double down and just say, I said what I said and I don't have a problem with it. You tried to add rationale to stuff that just wouldn't, that, it, where it, Would not it won't exist. Over. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It just won't, like, there was no sense in anything that y'all niggas were trying to say. But because you have money and watches and cars and girls that a lot of other fucking idiots really wish that they could have, they look at y'all like you are, like, you're fucking, like, you have Mojo Jojo's brain. Like, it's so big, it can't fit inside your head. Y'all are so smart. And when I hear you speak, I'm just, like, blown away by how fucking stupid y'all are. Correct. (laughs) And I cannot wait to the day that you get to the gate. And St. Peter just laughs. I just, I can't wait to the day that y'all get to the gate and God is just cackling from VIP. In full drag. (laughs) Just to piss y'all off. Yeah. And I already talked about how I hate this season of All-Star, so my reads are finished. um, It was really for me the... um, The way that he was like, you know, I've had to make my way from difficult circumstances and I had a hard life and all this like guess who else has had a hard wow. life girl guess who else has had a hard life the gays the trans what girls Rose, how does that Rose McGowan meme go imagine what does she say imagine, imagine how, how we, we feel. feel 
Imagine is how that... we feel, you stupid son right. of a bitch. Like, y'all, the thing that y'all miss when y'all talk about niggas growing up in the hood and not knowing no better or niggas coming from rough circumstances is that gay and trans niggas did the same shit. Grew up in the, the same, same fucking hood, girl. The, the same, same hood. And had to deal with all the shit you had to deal with, plus niggas. What's not clicking, you dumb bitch? Y'all can spew all of this fucking vitriol and hate and stuff right back on your own community. And we're so fucking fucked up from whiteness that we can't even define it as such a lot of the times when we're subjecting each other to it. And you fully capitalize off of that shit and then turn right back around and be like, well, my life wasn't no crystal stare. Do you know that you attacked gay people? Whose was? You know you're talking to a Did you know that you attacked... <laughs> you talking to people who grew up in the same circumstances you did or worse. So now what? No, but bitch? you weren't. Cause that's the thing. And I feel like that's maybe a part of the problem. Y'all bitches so used to going to these fucking festivals, hip hop or not, and seeing a crowd full of chads, a crowd full of of tads, yep. and a crowd full of Correct. crawlies. Correct. Correct. They do. Okay. They are. And bubbas. Yep. And you motherfuckers be out here forgetting. What's actually going on with the girls? They do. But we're here I to bet remind you. Know you. Now. Yeah, we yeah. are here to fucking remind you, girl. I don't want to hear no, oh, well, I just grew up in such a crazy environment. I didn't know no better. You did not want to know no better. You had to put out so many different statements doubling down because so many people tried to tell you how you had us fucked up. And you did Queer not people care. are black too. You literally did not care until your bag started getting affected. You literally did not give a shit. People was like, yo, that's not how gay HIV, people. AIDS work. That's not how gay niggas work. That's not how Lesbian, you didn't give a fuck about none of bi, it. Trans. Niggas tried. Like what non-binary all of these people tried. tried. Be in the same hood as you. We tried. You fucking imbecile. Growing right up in the same hood, same What schools, are you fucking talking about? Same house as the rest of y'all. And y'all like, but y'all don't understand. I'm a hood nigga. We don't do all this. Had you listened to the people that you grew up with, perhaps you wouldn't be this goddamn stupid. Super going to school and getting their ass beat and going home and getting their ass beat again. What are you talking about? And Who was supposed to be like, oh, you're right. I didn't think of it that way. Like having fucking idiot. Having empathy for queer people is not a white people school thing. That's not an education thing. It's plenty of white people that have all the education in the world and are still homophobic and transphobic because that is how they are. Because that is how they want to be. Despite all the evidence there is to be different and every reason they have to not be that way. That's not a, oh, well, if I had grown up in a different neighborhood or if I had gone to different schools, I wouldn't be like this thing. thing. That's a youth thing. And y'all swear... Lil Nas X being butt naked or whatever Child. with some other niggas. Fuck out of here. video that is not for your baby any fucking way is somehow going to damage them and their growth and their way of thinking. Meanwhile, y'all are a continuous and perpetual fuck, fuck nigga factory. Yep. You are helping to crank out more niggas yep. that will be damaging to your daughters, that will be destructive to your daughters, that will be manipulative to your daughters yep. with no problem. 
You have no problem making niggas, raising niggas, inspiring more niggas to disrespect the girls that you birth. Yep. Or, well, you don't birth them, but you know, that you create. The girls that you sired. Yes. Yes. Right. You just don't give a shit. But Lil Nas X just being like, I'm gay and I'm okay with that. God forbid your baby see that because that's going to fuck them up for life. Those are scars that don't heal, honey. Can't put cocoa butter on that. You bitches are fucking stupid. I don't have no hope for you bitches. I'm done marching for you fuck assholes. I don't got nothing to say to you. None none of you bitches. You all you got as far as I'm concerned. And you got plenty because it's a a ton. There are a ton, unfortunate, unfortunately, a ton (laughs) of black women and a couple of queer black people that likely just want to fuck the baby or T.I. or whoever the fuck. And we'll defend them, you know, <sighs> with whatever weird, ignorant ass breath that they have left. And then you stupid ass bitches be still trying to use that as ammo as like, see, well, they have no problem. Candace Owens. Oh, please don't talk to me about that bitch. <laughs> don't I'm s- like, all I'm saying, we don't have to talk. We're not talking about the bitch. I'm simply saying you're not going to use any one specific gay woman or any other person who is okay with your fucking ignorance as an example of why you should be able to get away with it. Because two words, Candace Owens. Mm. Move around, eat a dick. I'm done with you bitches. I'm like, go fuck yourselves. You're not the legacy. You're not the moment. You're not the era. You're never any of those things. None of you bitches are really that fucking impressive, to be honest with you. The beat is really what it is. And many of these beats are also going to be unrecognizable if you play it without the the vocal in it in a couple of fucking weeks, months, or whatever. Really, right now, none of you bitches are really lit. Hip-hop is just everything because Black people are awesome. And a lot of y'all capitalize off of that because you're distinct or you know how other ways to do it. But you're not sickening. You're not really that talented i'm not gonna say you're untalented right but we can certainly live without you as you're learning by way of these two their girls telling you to not bother showing up right fuck you i'm finished and for you and for you the bitch ass baby to have a song called giving what it's supposed to give That's none of my business. I don't even... It's not mine either. Like, I literally have not heard it, but I've seen, like, clips from the video, and it's like, y'all are protesting Lil Nas X, but you're okay with your kids watching whatever the fuck this is. Not to not to even get into the whole giving what it's supposed to give. It's, like, very much gay nigga slang any fucking way. Like, So you can be hunching bitches on stage right. at the BT Awards all right. or wherever all else. Right. And and string literally stringing them up on stage by their weave or whatever, like all of that stuff is stage. Like like you're literally in your videos with a party city wig on, simulating sex with girls, and that's fine. Yeah. That's fine, perfectly okay. No one's talking about the kids. No. Nope. But Lil Nas X kissing nigga in the mouth. Meanwhile, oh my God, we have to have a discussion. Lil Nas X is not the one who Please brought Megan the Stallion's actual literal shooter on stage, like. I don't want to hear shit from the baby about people antagonizing him when all he needed was support. When he has deliberately gone out of his way to try to get under Megan's skin by helping that little evil ass leprechaun have any amount of exposure that he wasn't going to get no fucking way. I truly I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. And I hate you niggas. Um, I so uh, I actually don't have much to add on to that. I was just going to um, say really quick. Fuck Michael Che. Oof. 
For those of you who have found Michael Che attractive, you should truly go see an optometrist girl. Obamacare.com. It's available. Go get you some. Is that a URL? I don't think I knew that. Go go get. No, I mean, I'm just saying something, but. I was literally putting it in. Obamacare.gov, girl. I don't know. Healthcare.gov, bitch. Do something. Go get you some fucking insurance. Go have somebody do that big ass test where they hold a spoon in front of your eye. Yeah. And have you read off the letters, bitch, because clearly something is wrong with your vision. But um, Michael <laughs> Che the other day decided that he was going to make fun of Simone Biles after she decided to um, withdraw from certain Olympic events. And um, <sighs> so he opened up instead of actually making the jokes himself himself, he opened it up to his fucking followers and just screenshotted their jokes and posted them on his stories. And so. Some of them were truly tasteless, like some of them were about that coach that molested all those different athletes. And they were like, you know, Larry Nassar understands Simone Biles better than anyone. He's like, "Mm, this is disgusting. Nine out of ten. Or like somebody else was like, "Okay, yeah, black don't crack. And he's like, oh, yeah, this is amazing. Eight out of ten. Like. Talked about how he wanted to make fun of Simone. Like he didn't even say he wanted to make jokes about the situation. He said. I want to make fun of. I want to Simone make Biles. fun of Simone Biles. I got yeah, three minutes of Simone jokes in my head. I'm going to the cellar tonight so I can say I'm in a mic. And then, of course, after the very predictable backlash, he said, oh, I got hacked, which nobody actually thought hacked. he did. Right. But. Michael Che has always the same given me font and style like, and everything. Girl, the girl, rest you of clearly it. did not get hacked. You meant every single <laughs> bit of it. Um, it was so specific. Yeah. And and what it was for me really was that like Michael J has always given me kind of incel vibes, you know, like women don't fuck yeah. me voluntarily. They fuck me because I'm successful. They fuck me because I make them laugh. Um, they fuck me because I can pay for their drinks and they Uber home and they can take an Uber black and not a regular Uber <laughs> and they have a, t- a story to tell their friends. Like I spend an extra twenty dollars so hoes can brag. Like. That's always the vibe that I've gotten from Michael Che, that he hates women in general, really, but especially black women. Um, And really at a time when an elite black athlete needed support more than anything else and not like the baby asking for support and education when he had clearly fucked up and done something very wrong. But like this is a black girl saying, hey, it's not safe for me to be on a fucking balance beam or whatever while I'm dealing with this shit. Like I could literally crack my fucking spine. So let me yeah. chill until I get my mental right. And then of course, like just the other day she was like, Oh bitch, I'm ready. You know, I'm gonna come back for the whatever block. I don't even know what the fuck event she's coming back for, but it don't matter because Michael the Che, beam. a whole ass black man had the opportunity to stay silent not even to stick up for her because I don't expect a black man to be as big as Michael Che is to to rep for black women. Honestly, as sad as that is, I don't even expect you to ride for us. But for you, you had the opportunity to shut the fuck up. And instead was like, not only do I want to make fun of her and I could just leave these jokes in person where I know nobody's going to record them and put them online. I'm going to share y'all's jokes and my shitty ass reaction to them. In order to do what exactly, Michael Che? In order to do what? Because you clown niggas who are on the internet all the time. You clown dorks and nerds and people who are like extremely online and people who like 
live out their whole lives through social media or whatever else. You do that and yet you clearly live and die by them at the same time. And I just wonder how that cognitive dissonance works in your head. Either the internet is worth something or it's not. Either the internet is full of corny niggas or it's not. Either either the internet should be paid attention to or it shouldn't. Now you can take the bad with the good a lot of us take the meat and spit out the bones. Duh, bitch. But you are the one who acts like you are so high and above everything that's going on online and should none of, of that bullshit that people say on the internet bother you, but you be fucking pressed. You be fucking bothered. You harass journalists who say something about you. You don't let it go. Mm-hmm. Yes. Michael Che... Don't let somebody criticize Michael Che because that bitch like zeroes in on it, hones in on it and will say something about you six months, a year later, whatever you have to talk about. Michael Che would be like, oh, but back then you said that my joke about lunch me wasn't funny or whatever the fuck else. It's like, bitch, when are you going to grow the fuck up, though? Mm. When are you going to take responsibility for the, the the shit that you choose to put out into the world? And if you say the internet don't matter, then let it not matter. Be one of them old niggas who don't be on the internet. Instead, you decide to fully be a part of the fucking internet and then be like, oh, well, I want to make fun of a black girl and expect for nobody to say anything about it. And think that because you just screenshot other people's jokes that nobody was going to give a shit about what the fuck you were saying. Child, I'd rather Colin Jost did this bullshit because at least Colin Jost is a white man and I expect that bullshit coming from them. At least I that. I would have just assumed, if Colin did, I would have just assumed that Michael wrote it. Uh, truly. Truly. I would not have even assumed that Colin Jost was thinking about Simone Biles. And he, got, he got enough problems with his white baby mama talking about suing Marvel and Disney or whoever else because they fucked up her contract or whatever. I don't even Are know. sure they're married? Oh, uh, well, whoever. You know what I mean, that girl. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, huh. The point remains. I would not have even expected him to be pressed over Simone Biles, but Michael Che, black ass. And this is the thing. When niggas don't need nigga support no more, they make sure you know it. Michael Che has not needed niggas for a very long time. And he has been slowly inching towards this for me. Like, this is not the first time Michael Che has said something or done something that has had me looked at him sideways or out the crack. Like, nigga, what? Like, what are you doing exactly? But this whole display with Simone and then like reposting some things that go beyond jokes. It's not funny to talk about girls getting molested. And you're not a girl. How about you've never had to actually worry about any of the shit you're making jokes about? So don't make a fucking joke about it. What do you know about being molested? What do you know about being sexually harassed? What do you know about fearing for your goddamn safety? And y'all wonder why we say the shit we say. Yeah, they need like a little drawer if you guys put your phones in when you have your... You know, and the seller, the seller probably does have something similar where it's like, you're not going to be recording. This is where comedians come to work out their sets or whatever. And, and that's fine. Like, I'm not even, I'm not against that, but I'm saying like Michael Che had the opportunity to say nothing. He did not have to get on his Instagram stories and do this. He chose to do it. I'm saying that when you're at the function and you have a couple of low cost amigos and maybe a shroom. Oh, it's me. 
or whatever. It's like maybe there should be a designated drawer for you to leave your phone so you don't say no dumb shit. Well, or maybe you're just a bad person. I don't know, Michael Chen. There is that, and I'm or why anybody found joy or desire in like making fun of this woman in this situation. Like, I truly right. don't understand what was Michael Che. You know, I, I don't. I don't get it. Michael Che, who was born of two Negro people sat there and watched white people submit jokes through his Instagram DMs about Simone Biles and chose to publicize some of those and then give his personal like feedback, like ranking them almost like he was some kind of comedic Olympic judge, which let me just tell you something, comedy, not an Olympic sport. And if it was, you would not be at Simone Biles' level. Let's just say that. Simone Biles is a literal goat, nigga. Like, oh, she's not a literal. I mean, but like the acronym, like when people say greatest of all time, they're talking about her. They're not talking about you. They're just not. You might not even be one of the greatest comedians of the past year or two. When we're talking about all time comedic greats. No, sir, you're simply not there. And I won't give you that space. And I cannot believe that you as a nigga with a whole black ass mama decided that watching white people make jokes about this girl was the move and not just watching them make it and letting that happen, but deciding to publicize them and like co-sign them in a way. It was like you could have done anything else with your time, with your platform, with your space. You could have just not. And why? What the fuck does Simone Biles do to you? What do you know about being a woman at the top of her game? You don't even know nothing about being a man at the top of your game. The fuck do you know about being a woman at the top of any fucking thing? You nothing but a bitch ass nigga. Truly you not nothing but a bitch ass nigga. And I know you don't care because what niggas have to say about you don't matter because you got white money and power behind you, but you still a bitch ass nigga. And I need to say that. And I'm done. All right, so not you holding this mic like it's an open mic. Because <laughs> I'm just not even finna sit up. Like at this point, no, it's so late. It's we're done. it's late on the West Coast, so I know it's late on the East Coast. Thank y'all so much for. Oh, yeah, I forgot you're not even over here. I'm so not, but it's almost eleven. So, <laughs> so that will wrap up this week's episode of the Read. Check us out on social media at this is the Read. This is the Read shop3.com and we will see y'all next week everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger McNuggets or McCrispy Sandwich but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah you get it every time and if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you 
Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application.